Anyway, I think Iran is a great threat. The Iranians are continuing their efforts to acquire a nuclear weapon. Anyway, Iran. Bum, 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 Iran. That old, uh, that old Beach Boy song, Bum, Bum, Iran. <laughs> Goodbye, Katie Carlisle. To tell the truth, it's been a while. You had a pretty good run. I'm not surprised to see you die like this at the tender age of 96. I'm dying over here. That's one less game show panelist. Professional contestant Next for the old actor Deadpool I put my money down on Charles Lane Who's still alive at a hundred and eight You did a Moss Brothers film The rest was game show swill With such distinguished game show colleagues As Soupy Sales Then it's a compost and an Olsen Resting in the memory hole of all forgotten names, a feather boa adorns your grave. Hey, I'll guarantee you she's going to do very well when we take that poll. Your favorite dead game show panelist from 100 years ago, Kitty Carlisle. <laughs> yeah, she'll win. That'll be one of your favorite polls. You hate those ones that you know deal with the old farts like me and Chicken Egg. That's Too bad. Right. Well, Someday you'll be you old go. too if you're lucky. If I'm lucky, that's that right. I don't know if this guy's going to make it or not. This is quite a story from the BBC. Thanks to whoever sent this in. Obviously, some prevert. Man cuts off penis in restaurant in London. Oh, no. And it was a packed restaurant, too. Police were forced to use CS... <laughs> don't start. I'm not yeah, we, just, we just got on the air here, and you're trying to like to... I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Chris made yeah, a funny face. That's him all. On the air. It's yeah. only Wednesday. I thought he was on Thursdays with him, just during the uh -huh. show. Now it's only Wednesday, and he's... Oh, God. Well, that's right. The hockey season's over for some teams, like the Panthers. So he's got not much else to do. Might as well stick his ass on here and get that thing down to a uh, oh, point. Oh, Nothing. Talk about annoying. Like I said, turn out the lights. The party's over. Anyway, police were forced to use CS gas to restrain the man when they entered the ZZ restaurant in the Strand on Sunday evening in London. A Metropolitan Police spokeswoman said the man was aged between 30 and 40 and that his injuries were self-inflicted. The man was then taken to hospital in South London where his condition is stable. It's understood that surgeons were unable to reattach his penis. Oh, my God. A spokeswoman for ZZ said the man was not thought to have any connection with the restaurant or any connection with his penis, I guess. She said around 9 p.m. Sunday, a man walked into the ZZ restaurant on the Strand down the stairs to the basement restaurant area and tried to enter a kitchen. Members of the staff stopped him, at which time he ran into a second kitchen area. The man then picked up a kitchen knife and slashed himself across the wrist and groin areas before running back into the restaurant where he continued to stab himself. This happened in a matter of seconds and was obviously extremely frightening and distressing for the man, for, for the many customers and staff in the restaurant at the time. She added, apart from the man, we understand that nobody else suffered any physical injuries. He sliced off his penis right there in the restaurant. Well, desert anyone? Horrible story. This is just, I don't know even why I'm wasting my time passing this along. I might as well pass gas as well as pass. By the way, it's Woodbine Wednesday. Everybody on their knees and pray for the old man. Maybe win 50 bucks or something today.
Woodbine Wednesday. What do you think? Any chance? Of what, winning? Yeah. Eh. Sure, you're bound to win again. <laughs> what, what's that, Chris? I said, sure, you're bound to win again. Yeah, right. Someday. Someday, yeah. Computer files, cell phone records, and emails have yielded no evidence. See, this is what kills me about America. You know, it's a, like it's a big mystery. They've yielded no evidence about what triggered Sung Hui Cho's massacre at Virginia Tech last week and how he chose his 32 victims. Uh, the fact that he was crazy, I guess, doesn't enter into the whole deal. Like that. In an interview yesterday with the AP, State Police Superintendent Colonel uh, W. Stephen Flaherty said authorities have found no evidence that could begin to explain the massacre that ended when Cho took his own life. Authorities have also said there is no link between the 23-year-old owner and his victims. We certainly don't have any one motive that we're pursuing at this particular time or that we've been able to pull together and formulate, Flaherty said. It's frustrating because it's so personal, because we see families and see the communities suffering, and we see they want answers. See, that's what, that's what the human race does very well. We invent questions for which there are no answers, and then how come we don't have any answers? Like, I'll, I'll tell you the best question of all, okay? I could be wrong, but I think... Why? Yeah. What, why don't chickens pee? No, just why in general. Oh, yeah. Just like the whole God thing, man. Oh, well, how did we get here? Oh, we don't know, so let's make something up. Let's make something well, yeah, up. yeah, you got to make something up. Flaherty says it's frustrating because it's so personal and they want answers. Flaherty spoke to the AP after spending the day in meetings with investigators to prepare for a news conference today about what authorities have uncovered, and the answer is nada, as in not a thing, as in not too much, as in we don't know not. As in crazy people with guns have a habit of, like, uh, blowing and just all of a sudden, bada bing, uh, blowing away a bunch of people. It's just the way it is, every now and then. Chris can feel really confident today because we have 848 already. Yeah, we're flying through this one. This is a good pull. Good pull, and George will change the pull this afternoon already. Now, let's just see. Let me just check up on Eric and see if he's got it. Yeah, look at that. He is the best in spite of what Josh used to say about him. And you know what tomorrow's poll is? Which illegitimate use of your computer at work are you most frequently guilty of? Oh, yeah. There are some people who just uh, sit there at that thing. They're tapping and tapping. And they're not tapping at work, I'll tell you that. I'm not sure what they're tapping on, but I think I have a pretty good idea. Anyway, here's the poll from yesterday. 1,355 vote. Most people vastly overestimate their own ability to reason, think, learn for themselves. 527. Be funny, 281, like most of the people that call this show and any radio talk show. Most people are like, like Cho. That when they call the Cho, be funny, 281, not funny. Drive, 245. Make love, 171. Most, Like I said, most guys think that they're experts in the sack, that they're the greatest swordsmen who ever lived. And, of course, their partners are thinking, ah, gee, get it over with already. Um, mo- most people vastly overestimate their own ability to speak. In other words, make sounds with their mouth, 74. That's M-O-U-F. 74. Cook, 36. I still think that's... I, I don't know. Do you really believe that? Yeah, I mean, well, I'm well, sure that why? they're talking about... I'm sure married that guys are, talking sure about that their wives. women. Because yes. guys, yes. even though the great chefs we discussed this yesterday are mostly right. men. But I'm sure that there were women who are expected to be good cooks who are not. Right. Those votes there are from guys that are married to some bitch that thinks she can cook and he has to choke down the uh, horrible food. And every pretend night. that, oh, gee, that's oh, great. Oh, oh, you want yeah. some more? Oh, exactly. no, I'm full. <laughs> and most people vastly overestimate their own ability to lie believably. 21 from the Greg Reed School of BS. Only 21. I would have thought that would have done much better. Because there are some people who just make all kinds of crap up, as George knows, and, uh, you know. 
They think they're very believable, but they're not. <laughs> don't get started what again. Okay? Hell, man. Try to stay calm, Whatever. cool, and collected today. I don't have any idea what you you're think talking about. Think I don't know any of those that people. I care about the rambling. Oh, stop! See? Stop! Okay, just stop. You just you're, you bring you're it a up. hard ass. Yeah, you're a hard ass. Talk about holding it. I'm grudge. not a crazy person. In fact, you ought to come out with your own uh, online thing, the the grudge yeah, report. Yeah. They actually have one. There's there's every. Every spinoff on the Fudge Report that you could ever imagine. You know, there's the Drudge Retort, which right. uh, is pretty the good. Fudge lost stuff from that. And they listen to the show. It's a Florida thing, I'm sure. So good morning to all my good friends at the Drudge Retort. And as far as Matt's concerned, I have only thing, one, one thing to say to you, Matt. You fairy. Okay, let's take a look at today's poll. There's Dana Bash, who needs to have her head. It looks like somebody already beat me to it. Like they put her head in a vice, you know, and tighten that thing up real tight. She looks like a beanhead, doesn't she? Yes, Dana she Bash. She's a lollipop. Dana, excuse me, Dana Bash, as Lou Dobbs always says, Dana Bash. I, I don't know anybody named Dana. Remember Bill Dana? No. What drew you to South Florida is our poll question of the day. A lot of people are scratching their heads and wondering, how the hell did I get here? Why am I here? Oh, God, if there is a God, get me out. 867 vote. I was born here. That's my excuse. 237. Work or business? 140. That was my vote. Work or business? Monkey business. I don't live there, thank God. And it doesn't even say thank God, it says thank God. Oh, God! 123, don't live there. Well, we have a lot of people listening online elsewhere or whatever. And now that we got that signal cranked up so they can hear us all the way at the Dade Broward line, I think yeah, that might help. The weather, 116. Certainly not the people, 78. That, that's kind of like a negative answer, but that's okay. Certainly not the people. I didn't add anything to this. This is just the way it came in from your buddy Charlie B., the pool man. I escaped from Cuba, Haiti, one of those uh, places, 43. Marriage, 41. A vacation, 26. Commitment to a mental institution, 13. <laughs> 13. I'm not sure if that's before or after they arrived. The people, 13. Now, see, certainly not the people, 78, and the people, 13. Why would the people in South Florida draw anybody there? You'd, you'd have to be, oh, my goodness. You'd have to be from Antry, I think. A lost bet, 11. A prison sentence, 10. The beaches, 9. Lots of beaches running on loose in that town. The nightlife, three. The wildlife, three. Well, what does that mean? The wildlife, like the gators and the possums and the raccoons? That's what they're talking about, right. I see. And Roots. a convention or trade show, one. Somebody came to a convention or trade show and once upon a time here. in America, and they, they never got out. Show's Long over. Things. Time to go home. Yeah. 875 votes already, and we just got started here today. It's a really good feather in our cap, and Chris is sitting in there fat and sassy. Now, what's the story on Charhut today? Since they were on location at Dolphins Camp, uh, you got screwed. You got nothing. You got nothing? Nothing? And liked it. That, that was a there was a question mark at the nothing. end. Nothing. We got nothing. zero. Zilp. Nada. zippity doo da. How is it coming Well, I'm going to tell you, Duff, you, you are really between your tremendous job He's over there at Pompano fine. Park where they got the slots now and the phenomenal job you're doing on getting these guys serviced and taken care of. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell will leave The View in June. She's got too big of a mouth. She's disgusting. She's as fat <laughs> as a cow and uh, everybody. Why'd they put her ass on there in the first place? CNN just confirming that Rosie that is leaving uh, The View in June. Fat shut-ins, those are the people that watch Oprah and The View. Fat, disgusting shut-ins, who may or may not really cook all that well, and quite frankly, to get that fat, you can't really care. Oh, God.
God, Neil. Tough cold, huh? Stuffy nose and a headache. Well, you can take one Aleve cold and sinus and feel great all day, or four of these others because they can wear off every few hours. Oh, God, it's coming out of my nose. Oh, God, look at the size of my nose. Asthma, chronic bronchitis. We got our sinuses filled at the start of springtime. I found a moon rock in my nose. Although we'd rather be pollen-free, we keep a Kleenex by our side. <laughs> Was it Alarest or Claritin that my doctor had prescribed? Though you try not to sneeze and wheeze, though you try, it's allergy time, I guess. Every nose has been blown. I look forward to picking my nose. Just like every you apparently aren't shy about digging around in your nose. Your body is composed entirely of stars. He has a honker, but I like it. I think it's sexy. Claritin D relieves even my worst allergy symptoms. My congestion, my sneezing, and my sinus pressure. Pig snot. So gross. It's gross. Help me, it's gross. My body is composed entirely of snot. Don't seem fair to pop those pills and have to take a dose. And you live on in a histamines in order to survive. Ain't it funny how a little thing like pollen can affect our lives? It's like every nose has been blown. Excuse me, my heart. On my nose. How big is your nose? Allergy congestion won't ruin my life again. See, you think that's blood flowing through your veins, but it's not. 1019 at 560 WQM. It's a Wednesday. It's Woodbine Wednesday. All right. All right. Well, I sure look forward to that whole routine, you know, putting on my pantaloonies and then my shirt. Mm-hmm. Or let's see. No, first it's the shirt, then it's the pantaloonies. Really? Then it's the chews, yeah. You OCD about that, or uh, can you mix it up sometimes without freaking out? And uh, then it's uh, out the door, man, right at 2 o'clock. Let's take a look at that schedule, by the way. I wouldn't be surprised if our guys are out there at that dolphin camp. Am I right about that? I think you are. Mad Dog at the Dolphins, 2 to 4. Power Hour with Mad Dog and the Humper between 4 and 5 at the Dolphin Camp, of course. Humper at the uh, Dolphin Camp, 5 to 6.30. There's no way they could drag his fat ass back to the building that fast, you know, between like, you know what I'm saying? So they'll mm-hmm. all be, uh, both be out there. Marlins on deck. Marlins got thumped by the uh, Braves last night. Was it 11 to 7, something like that, Chris? 11 to 6. 11 or something. See, you got to correct me. You, know, you could have said, yeah, that's right, old man. You know, you could have given me a little slack. No, 11 or 6, he's got to correct me. You want to know why? Because that's the way fat people are. He's taken out on me the fact that he's fat. Is that, that how they are? Is? I thought they were fat, fat. and soon no, to just, grave. just relax. I, no, we want to get it right. Okay, this is the one show where we try to get it right, especially the ball scores. Wow, they got, the, they got their ass kicked. Marlins on deck at 6.30, The Braves and the Marlins again. They'll give it a better shot to see if maybe they can win a game because they're pretty mediocre. And then game night with Eddie Kay after the Marlin game. Now, Sean, you, you notice even the way he signed that, he's, he's definitely crumbling under the pressure because Charlie B 
has taken his spot. Well, and, and we needed somebody because, Sean, with all due respect, you've sent us a lot of great polls over the last, what is it, two, three years at least? Over the last little bit. Yes. But the fact of the matter is that Charlie B. has just passed you like you were laying down in a prone position. And maybe uh, Sean was in a prone position because, based on what he says here, one of the things he says, which I won't read the first paragraph, he says, I hate to live in the past, but Josh's comments a couple of weeks ago about not going steady with a girl who goes to bed on the first date is caca. He's talking like a woman. Only women try to analyze or make something bad out of two people going boinky, he says. Boinky, like... That's how they go. My girlfriend and I did everything short of exploratory surgery on our first date, and she's still a... Oh, P of A, piece of ass, 14 years later. I I just never heard that term before, P of A, but even an old queen like me can figure that out. Mm -hmm. She's still a piece of ass 14 years later. Intercourse is a beautiful thing, Sean says, whether it's the virginal Romeo and Juliet on a feather bed in Verona or two crack addicts in the filthy men's toilet at the bus station. Cut the crack, Josh, is what Sean says, and I would heartily agree. Any girl that uh, goes all the way on the first date, well, that's not the kind of girl he wants to bring home to Mommy. No, that's the kind of girl you ought to keep for yourself. To hell with Mommy. That's my suggestion. Whatever Josh thinks, the girl that he chose is fine. Oh, yeah, he's entitled to being wrong many, many, you know, a lot. And however long he had to wait for her, it was worth it, I'm sure. About five minutes. Well, so another... Uh, what was it, the fourth date? He told us the deal. Oh, on did that. he? Because I wasn't here then. I mean, I don't really pay too much attention to that. Was it the fourth date, I believe? Uh, I don't remember. Before they really started to do the old uh, banana bounce. Okay, now, Doug Thompson says... I like Doug Thompson. He's really great. He just puts a smile on my face. Because he's got the balls to sit, tell it like it is. And he's, he said the other day he's got, like, his own arsenal of weapons because he knows they're going to come after him. Mm-hmm. He says, Jessica Lynch walks with a limp from the extensive wound she received in the early days of the invasion of Iraq. Pat Tillman lies in a grave, gunned down by his own comrades in Afghanistan. Both represent the sacrifices that soldiers make in service to their country. Sadly, both also became pawns of a propaganda machine created to sell an illegal and immoral war to a gullible American public. The Pentagon's propaganda machine fabricated Lynch as a petite female Rambo, holding off the enemy after her vehicle was hit by a rocket. In fact... The attack left her unconscious and unable to fight. Tales of great heroism were being told. Lynch told a congressional hearing yesterday, My parents' home in Ward County, West Virginia, was under siege of the media, all repeating the story of the little girl Rambo from the hills who went down fighting. It was not true, she said. Neither was the story of her rescue, videotaped by the Army at the height of the invasion. The Army told a harrowing tale of invading an Iraqi compound and liberating her. She was, in fact, in an abandoned medical facility, and Iraqi medical staff led soldiers to her. No gunfire, no hostilities, just to pick up a prisoner left behind by fleeing forces. I'm still confused as to why they chose to lie and tried to make me a legend when the real heroics of my fellow soldiers that they were, in fact, legendary, Lynch said. Kind of like old Neil Rogers, legendary. Like old Grandma Neil. The American people didn't need to be told elaborate tales. The truth of war is not always easy to hear, but it's always more heroic than the hype. When it came to hype, the Army had already a, had a ready-made opportunity with Pat Tillman. The NFL player gave up a multimillion-dollar career to join the military during the patriotic pathos of post-9-11 America. Good choice, Pat. Not. Tillman, along with his brother, became an Army Ranger and went to Afghanistan, where he died in combat. The Army said he died heroically fighting the enemy and awarded the slain soldier a silver star. In fact, he died from friendly fire and a screw-up of communications that brought his location under attack from other American soldiers, and the Army tried to cover it up. 
The army, Brother Kevin Tillman, also in Afghanistan that day, concocted intentional falsehoods along with deliberate and careful misrepresentations in portraying his death as the result of heroic engagement with the enemy. We believe this narrative was intended to deceive the family, but more importantly, the American public, Tillman said. Pat's death was clearly the result of fratricide, friendly fire. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Ooh. Revealing that Pat's death was a fratricide would have been yet another political disaster and a month of political disaster, so the truth needed to be suppressed. Reports the Associated Press, an Army Ranger who was with Pat Tillman when the former football star was cut down by a friendly fire in Afghanistan, said Tuesday a commanding officer had ordered him to keep quiet about what had happened. The military at first portrayed Tillman's death as the result of heroic combat with the enemy. Army Specialist Brian O'Neill told a congressional hearing that when he got the chance to talk to Tillman's brother, who had been a near-boy convoy on that fateful day, I was ordered not to tell him what happened. You were ordered not to tell him, repeated Representative Henry Waxman of California, Chairman of the House Committee on Oversight and Government Reform. Roger that, sir, replied O'Neill, dressed in his army uniform. Roger that, as in Neil, Roger. Ideally, both Jessica Lynch and Pat Tillman should be recognized as heroes who served their country in time of war. Instead, they became pawns in a far bigger war, a conflict of lies used to sell an invasion launched for fabricated reasons and fought to this day for political reasons that have nothing to do with the terrorist attacks of 9-11 or any actual threat to the peace and security of the USA. Like all soldiers who have died, come home maimed or face a future of haunting nightmares from an insane war, they deserve far better, says Doug Thompson. You go, Dougie. You got a pair of balls like an elephant, man. He tells it like it is. Hope he's and got a big old days, shotgun on his lap. That's right. One of these days he'll vanish into thin air. They'll take him to some prison somewhere and they'll just beat the living snot out right. of him. Speaking of snot. They're going to waterboard him. 910 votes on the pool. By the top of the hour, we're going to be closing in on 1,000 already, man. We're dangerous. Now that we got the Dolphins back, oh! we're dangerous. Isn't that what it's all about? No. Yeah. You're a bastard. Ow! Turn out the lights. The party's over, baby. We had Gelly on the morning show this morning. Wow. Rosie O'Donnell can't Look at that. You see Nothing that? Are you what? watching CNN? That he's a nut? He announces that he's a crazy person, I guess. That is absolutely sensational. Bomb, 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 brand. <laughs> oh, he's the most experienced candidate, at least in a mental institution anyway. Wow. Isn't that something? Talk about great timing, okay, when his credibility is in the minus column. 1032 at 560 WQM, the Neil Rogers Show, not from Dolphin Camp today, and we're very proud of that. We're probably the only show. Are we the only show? I guess Eddie K won't be from Dolphin Camp, because it'll be long closed up after the Marlin game. Only he might just, you know, he might just break in over there. 938 votes on the poll, Chris. We've got a half hour to get very close to 1,000 by the top of the hour. Won't that be a real feather in somebody's cap, huh? Hey, honey, he's bringing me my bacon. Oh, there they go. Yes, that'll be a nice thing. Speaking of eating, yes, to my friend, the professor, we've got another, uh, you know, all the foods that, that MSN website, the health mm -hmm. center, whatever that thing is, 
And there were the the first one especially was interesting because those were the ones the foods that were the worst for you and everything that's bad for you. That that proves that there's a god. See, anything that tastes good and you really want to just munch on all the time, it's got to be bad for you. Anything that's marginal and is tasteless, that's the stuff that's good for you. It shows you that if there is a god, he's a real sadistic bastard. No question about that. That's why he created South Florida. But anyway, I got a list of uh, six superfoods. The next frontier, according to MSN. Actually, now, one of these looks pretty good. Well, maybe more than one. I do like kiwi. Don't you like kiwi? Yes, I do very much. I like my fruit. But anyway, WB says for the poll today, says if there was a choice like my parents dragged my ass here kicking and screaming when I was a little kid, I'd vote for that one. Uh, Why? Yeah, you wouldn't have to be. That's different than I was born here. Mm -hmm. My parents dragged me here. Let's add that on there. That'll be good for another 5,000 votes. My parents dragged my ass here against my better wishes. I was like two years old and I knew. Oh, you're not taking me there, are you? You bastards. You lunatics. Little kids don't know. votes. I beg your pardon? Little kids don't know. Not that they have a say in the matter anyway. I'm just saying they don't, but maybe maybe there's some perspicacious little kids. Yeah. So maybe they didn't know when they were two or three or four, but they sure know now. That's what I'm telling you. That's the point I'm trying to make without you go peeing on my parade, okay? Don't be peeing on my parade, mister. Where is it? I'll pee on it. Yeah, I bet you would. 942 vote. What drew you to South Florida? That By the way, whoever's sending these faxes that are illegible and they're all black from the Miami Herald, uh, stop. Top. Yeah, stop, stop posting our fax paper with a bunch of illegible crap from the Herald. The Herald is crap to begin with, and you're sending, what is it about? Can you even decipher what it's about? No, it's just a black blob. A black blob. Well, it's too good... dark. It's all inky black. Wouldn't that be a good sci-fi movie? Then, of course, somebody, Al Sharpton, make a racial thing out of it. There's no question about why that. Why has it got to be black? Why can't it be yeah, why does it have to be a black blob? What drew you to South Florida? I was born here. That's my excuse. 252. I feel so bad for you folks. But you know something? After a period of time, you got to wise up. And when in doubt, get the hell out if you're smart. If you're smart, like Fredo. Work or business, 156. I don't live here, thank God. Thank, uh... Neil, God! 133. I hate to keep having to reach back over here. And Neil, God! Just, just remember that. The weather, 126. Oh, the weather is wonderful, especially from, like, about in two weeks till the end of November when it's 145 degrees every day and 600 degrees, uh, 600% humidity. Oh, yeah, and the big skiers, like bowling balls, those things. The weather, 126. And the hurricanes. Certainly not the people, 88. Now, that's a very negatory response, and, and rightfully so for a poll like this. Certainly not the people, 88. Oh, the people. I escaped from Cuba, Haiti, whatever, 47. Marriage, 43. A vacation, 27. They came to Florida on vacation. They said, oh, this is paradise. And they decided do, 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 do. to stay. It's paradise. Yeah, my ass. If that's paradise, I'd rather be in hell. Commitment to a mental institution, 14. The people, 14. So not the people, 88, and the people, 14. And whoever moved to South Florida because of the people, I'd hate to even imagine where you came from Good before. God. Yeah. Can you even imagine Siberia? where you were? Outer Mongolia? Where are the yeah. people worse than Maybe here? Maybe Mongolian idiots. A lost bet, 12. The beaches, 12. The lovely beaches, man. Uh, uh, a prison sentence, 11. There's beautiful beaches in Hawaii, by the way, and there are much nicer people there. And it's cost an arm and leg to uh, live there, and it takes forever to get there from just about anywhere. But i got to go back there someday. I, I don't know. You know what the problem is with that? What? is the travel time. It just takes forever. It takes like 11 or 12 hours to get there. You have to connect on the West Coast, then you have to fly another six hours out there in the middle of the Pacific. But, boy, it, now you talk about paradise. What a wonderful place that is with really beautiful beaches. And the Pacific, of course, is nice and warm and clear and clean, unlike the Atlantic, which is like, oh, God. They're like bodies floating around in there and crap. Anyway, the beach is 12. A prison sentence, 11. 
My parents dragged me here. It's already got eight. We just put it on there. It's already got eight. How do you like that? It would be like bringing in lunch from Char Hut and already got eight. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe Duff ate your lunch. He's entitled. No, he's not entitled. He brings the soup man in here. And the he's part, man. He has really, really let us down lately. Next time he comes in there, I'm giving him a tongue lash. And he'd probably enjoy it. Wouldn't be the first time I hope that, in his case. The Nightlife 3. Oh, the Nightlife. Wow. On South Beach, you know, those four blocks where all the uh, people with the heavy jewelry, all those uh, fags are running around. The Wildlife 3 and a convention or trade show won. The same one out of 962. Boy, we're approaching that thousand mark already. You can just feel it and smell it. Poor Joel Feinberg, he's probably sitting on a bench somewhere with all his money. Oh, 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 they didn't take care of me. They don't care about my business. Too bad they hate you, Joel, like everybody else. Just like Joe Rose hates you, by the way. That's the rumor around town. Now, you just faxed me this thing, and I can't make head or tails of it. Exactly. Since we were talking about it, I've gotten like five of those already since we've been sitting here. Yeah. Well, what is it? uh... I don't know. Oh, it's some oh. article from the Herald, and it's just uh, it's just too dark, just too black. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. We'll get Al Sharpton again. I said it's too black. You ne- nothing is ever too black. You better watch yourself because we're in a very, very sensitive time in America. Everything's got to be politically direct. We have to, like, tiptoe on eggshells, baby. Tiptoe to the tulips, or however the hell that goes. I know I got it in here somewhere. <laughs> Through Aaron's sex show. Yeah, through Aaron's sex show. She was about as sexy as a fruit fly, I'll tell you that. Black is black. You would have to come up with that, man. You are just relentless and obnoxious. Can I guess the year? Black is black. Oh, I don't know. 68. 66. 66. See, I said it as you were saying it. I said 66. How do you like that? I was going to say it earlier. Talking into a dead mic By the way, did you ever rewind the tape yesterday? And you huh? What? Like, yeah, we right. still have it. You know, you know you're both full of it. You know that. I Get the tape out, Chris. Correct. Nah, we only need to see you stepped on. Stepped on. Los Lobos. Who was it? Oh, Los Bravos. Sorry. Los Lobos. Los that, Labios. Is somebody that else. You better watch your language ah. on this show, sir. I'm telling you, you, between the black is black and then that the labia stuff you're starting in with, that's really treading on very, very dangerous territory, so to speak. Very dangerous territory, if you catch my drift. 959 votes on the poll. Boy, we are really kicking some serious ass. We got the Dolphins back on the station. We're getting rid of that morning. I mean, uh, 20 before 11. I can't believe it. They're like putting the nails in their own coffin this morning, putting Geldy on there. Well, what's that all about? Do they have some kind of fascination with him? They want to do something? He's a member of the nose? fraternity. I thought you knew about everything. Get already. out of here. Fraternity, my ass. <sighs> I'm sure it'd be very popular. 20 before 11 at 560 WQAM. Honor, sweetheart. You're out of control. Sanjay is finally out. He went too far. The Malacar. Thank God Sanjay is history. Yes. Sanjay is finally out. My ears would ring when he would sing. Now he's out of his misery. Sanjay is finally out. He went too far. That Malik 
gel and go to hell. Stick up your girly little pops. Absolutely. Sanjay is finally out. He went too far. That Malakar. Thank God Sanjay is all Sabres are going to sweep the uh, ice up with the Rangers. Four straight. No no sweat. Or did they play last night? I don't know. I'm not paying that much attention. I don't think there were any games last night. I don't believe so. So anyway, I must be psychic, you know, and this is a story nobody cares about. The only reason I'm using it is because I saw him on my TV um, Tube. Sunday morning when I was down there. Michael Putney. I always called him Michael Putney, you know, because he's a pseudo-intellectual. He's a good guy, but he's boring. Oh, God. Like, maybe Dave Van Boring's a good guy, but he is so Van Boring. But not nearly as boring as Michael Putney. So anyhow, uh, you know, Sunday morning, what's on TV? Nothing. And I'm channel surfing. And I, uh, whatever I was watching on Channel 10 at 11, it gets to be 11.30. And there's that Michael Putney show again. And I thought, he's still on the air? Holy cow, rat man. <coughs> A guy that boring is still on the air. Well, I have to have so much pubic service time or whatever they call that. Physician entrepreneur Philip Freud. You know Michael Putney? Not personally, no. But you know who he is. I know who he is, yeah. Well, that's why it's worth doing the story, because everybody knows Michael Putney. They know how boring he is. Physician entrepreneur Philip Frost has selected veteran Miami journalist Michael Putney to serve as media and marketing consultant for Ladenburg Thalman Financial Services, the investment bank of which he is chairman. That's Philip Frost as chairman. In a press release this morning, the company stated that Putney will continue his full-time position, oh, no, as senior political reporter at WPLG Channel 10, where he's worked since 1989, and also continue to write an op-ed column on politics for the incredibly boring Miami Herald. In a prepared statement, Frost said, Michael brings a unique perspective, unique is the word, and extensive media expertise to Ladenburg, and will be a valuable asset as we ramp up our communications efforts with the financial media and our shareholders. Nice going there, Michael, and whatever, uh, you know... I'm all for the talent, although he don't have much. I'm all for those guys. Get all the cash you can. Just like me. Catch it if you can. Now, wasn't that the Dave Clark Five? Catch it if you can. Catch me if Sounds you can. Familiar. Catch me if you can. I beg your pardon? Dave Clark Five. Oh, if you don't have that. Of course I have it. Squad. You had Barbara Ann. Catch there. us. Catch us if you can. Well, that's not enough. That's not very much. It's a very short, uh, short song. They were good the Dave Clark Five. Nothing wrong with you. That's one of the better British invasion groups. There was the Searchers and the Dave Clark Five and Herman's Vermin and that crowd. Herman's Vermin. Herman. Now, what was his name? Well, I don't even I remember that. He was cute. I don't know. Melville. Herman's Hermits. What was it? Herman Melville. No, come on. Yeah, Herman Melville and Moby Dick. Um, no, that, that wasn't his name. Here's the facts uh, today. And, of course, this is, this is our crowd 
Uncle Neil, I can't believe you haven't seen Borat yet. I, I saw parts of it, and George sent me the initial copy that had, like, subtitles in Yugoslavia in or something, or something like something. that. It was, uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't in Spanish. I could deal with the Spanish, okay? I pick it upon him on about ten words. Like, uh, there you go, that's one of them. It says, come on, Pally, get with the program and watch it already. One of the funniest movies ever made, I guarantee you'll pee your checkered pants. No, Boca well, Brian all, didn't I don't wear it. checkered pants, and even if I did, I wouldn't be sitting in the living room wearing pants while I'm watching a movie. I beg your pardon? Boca Brian was a doubting Thomas also, and uh, he watched it and was glad he did. Did he pee in his checkered pants? I think he does that anyway. Whether well, there's Rob Marciano. I'd sure like to see him pee in his pants right there on uh, wherever he is. Oh, he's in the uh, in Orleans, Massachusetts, where they just had that big nor'easter, man. Peter Noon. Peter Noon. It was uh, Herman from Herman's Hermit. Hey, thank you, now, Boca. How can a guy named Peter be Herman? You know, I don't, I don't understand that. That was a joke. Hey. Rob Marciano looks uh, very, he looks good there from a distance. He always looks good from a distance. You get a little closer, like, eh, I don't know. I check him out. Anyway, so uh, our close personal friend Ricky uh, turned me on to a movie called Better Luck Tomorrow. And uh, I hope it, uh, you know, and I bought it last night thinking I'm going to Woodbine today. See the way that works? Better luck tomorrow? <laughs> Man, is this guy clever or what? No. No. Better luck tomorrow. It's a Japanese movie. And you're all, maybe I'll send it to you when I'm done with it. Okay. I'll take it. Or maybe I'll just uh, have Amazon. Or not. Or I'll, uh, or I'll, yeah, I'll steal a copy. This. If it's good. There you go. You'll what? If it's, well, if it's good, good, I'll, I'll uh, steal it. I'll send it to you is what I'm saying. Not the one that I got. I'm not giving okay. that up if it's good. Because according to Ricky, it's really excellent. You Better luck tomorrow. It's a Japanese movie and yada 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 and something. How we? Oh, and guess what? You are going to be. Even you will be shocked. A thousand and eighteen votes. Oh. It's not even eleven. Not even close to eleven o'clock. It's ten fifty-two. Oh. 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 Wow. Which means it's probably about like twelve thirty in the Maritimes. Well, what kind of a country has got a time zone that's an hour and a half ahead of the? Uh, uh, I, don't I don't know. Bastards. You picking on the Canucks again? Why not? You better cut the crap. Because when you come to the border desperate, begging, begging to be let out of that hellhole you're in right now, oh, can I please come to Canada? No, hey, can't do it, eh? I got that refugee routine down. Yeah, that's true. You've got a lot of expertise. 1,021 votes already. This article here, it says, I think I might know the reason that Carl Rove didn't want Cheryl Crow touching him. This is by Lynn Davidson on what? What is this from? I don't know. He's read her blog and he knows where her hand has been. What is it with these environmentalists and scatology? First, there was the year without toilet paper in the New York Times, and now this. Muzak-friendly pop rocker Cheryl Crow and an inconvenient truth producer and private jet aficionado Lori David are on a cross-country college speaking tour to promote the idea of anthropogenic global warming. Crow is blogging her experiences at the Huffington Post, and this time she really came up with a doozy. You know, that's the first time in my life I ever saw that word in print, and I never thought it was spelled. I always thought it was like D-O-O-Z-Y. Wouldn't you spell it that way? That's exactly how I would have spelled it. I think and I have. And this is spelled with a capital D, D-U-E-S-E-Y, a doocy. Okay. A-C doocy, as in doocy bag. Maybe that's a name. Maybe they're or making a doozy pun bag. or a joke or something. You ever see a doozy bag? No. What's it look Apparently, like? Crow wants to save the earth one toilet paper square at a time. Oh, she ought to be talking to the Russians, not to us. She proposed a limitation be put on how many squares of toilet paper can be used in any one sitting, that's S-I-T-T-I-N-G, in any one sitting, and perhaps just washing that one square out. Washing it out? Oh, jeez! Yeah, baby! She's a crazy person. She is. She doesn't seem to want to pass a law, just culturally berate us into obedience. Here's her easy way to be part of the solution to anthropogenic global warming. 
Although my ideas in the earliest stages of development, they are, in my mind, worth investigating. One of my favorites is the area of forest conservation, which we heavily rely on for oxygen. I propose a limitation be put on how many squares of toilet paper can be used in any one sitting, she says. Now, I don't want, any, I don't want to rob any law-abiding American of his or her God-given rights, but I think we're an industrious enough people that we can make it work with only one square per restroom visit, except, of course, on those pesky occasions where two to three could be required. Oh, this is a crazy person. When presenting this idea to my younger brother, whose judgment I trust implicitly, he proposed to taking it one step further. I believe his quote was, how about just washing that one square out? Yeah, wash it out and use it again and again and again and again and again. It's the quicker picker-upper. I'd like to say she was kidding, says Lynn Davidson, but based on other global warming solutions, it's hard to tell. Wacky ideas abound. A man-made volcano shooting sulfur into the air, giant space umbrellas, and even getting rid of toilets so we can compost our own waste in a box underneath the sink. Oh, like kitty litter. It's your show. <laughs> this is your brain. You, 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 Any questions? From the makers of Nanny 911 and Super Nanny comes a Hollywood twist on this show entitled Celebrity Nanny. Join us in episode one as we bring in Alec Baldwin. And I'm going to straighten your ass out. That's exactly what he's going to do to this suburban couple's little girl with his somewhat controversial nannying style of calling the child names. You are a rude, thoughtless. Watch as Alec plays board games with the little girl, then acts like a really sore loser when she wins all the time. You've made me feel like sh- and you've made me feel like a fool over and over and over and over again. Alec takes losing board games very personally. You have insulted me for the last time. As he then refuses to play anymore. I'm tired of playing this Damn game with you. Alec tells the girl that he would play other games with her, except there's just one little problem. You don't have the brains or the decency as a human being. Is yelling at a child like this inappropriate? Alec sure doesn't think so. I don't give a damn that you're 12 years old or 11 years old or that you're a child. It's the most interesting style of nannying ever. I'm going to really make sure you get what a rude little you really are. Join Alec Baldwin as our very first ever celebrity nanny. I've made an ass of myself. Yes. Yes, you have. Rectum. It's 11.02 at 560 WQM. You know where your children are right now? We were talking before the show yep. today about idiots, about a-hole parents. Mm-hmm. See, anybody biologically, I mean, doesn't take any great uh, talent to make a baby, as, as you know. Right. Even intentionally. Sometimes but nevertheless, they happen by accident. That's right, and even by accident sometimes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, you know, these people like uh, in the supermarkets or at the airport, like I was talking yesterday, that had their little kids, and like that little kid that they had all over the news, which I didn't even see that story until you pointed out to me this morning, that four-year-old kid. He standing down there in the sidelines of that football game all alone. Supposedly the father was down there. Well, maybe daddy was like up by the 30-yard line and the right. kid is down by the end zone. Wandering around. Just wandering around, like, what am I doing here? Like a lost stepchild. And all of a sudden, you know, here comes the, uh, the uh, well, whoever the hell it was. The receiver makes the catch, and then he goes zooming off the field, and bada-bing, he goes blowing into this uh, little kid, you know. And the kid gets uh, all bloody and all this other stuff. And just like these people at the airport, you look around 50 yards ahead, 50 yards behind. Anybody belong to this kid? And the kid is running around opening up uh, security doors, and alarms are going off and all kinds of crap. And you know, it's just... It's America for you, man. It's the world. It's not just America. It's the world. Same with the Europeans. 
Rewa Hitchka. Now, can you tell me where that is? That must be up in the Panhandle or somewhere up in. Uh, I thought you were talking about somewhere in the Ukraine or something. No, yeah, in Florida, baby. Rewa Hitchka. Can't you tell by the Hitchka part? Okay. It's like uh, like Ochapi, oh, oh, <laughs> and I know you don't say it that way. Oh, how, how I don't do know. I don't say it. That's how I say it. But you've seen it in print, though. Yes. Ochapi. Oh, Wewa Hitchka, an owner of an exotic animal farm, has died after being kicked and then sat on by a camel. Oh, no, I hate when that happens. Kathy Ake, and I bet she did, and the four-year-old camel were being filmed by a local TV station on Sunday. Oh, they got a TV station in Wewa Hitchka. How do you like that? When the camel kicked her and then sat down during a break in filming, the station was doing a story on, on many acres exotic animals, the 15-acre farm Ake owned with her husband. That's probably like that place in Duel. Remember the movie Duel? It was with, uh, what's his name? Dennis Weaver? Right. And remember there was the place where the, uh, mm-hmm. the woman had all the snakes and stuff? Yeah, there are a lot of places like that in Florida. Tourist trappy kind of places. Kathy Ake's husband, Donnie Ake, said he would find a new home for Polo the Camel. The News Herald of Panama City reported Tuesday. Panama City, where they have those beautiful crystal white beaches. Oh, man. And all those Christian teenagers are screwing their brains out and having a wonderful time. He believes the 1,800-pound animal was agitated by mating season. See, there you go. Mm-hmm. I told you, if it's near Panama City, it's always mating season. The couple bought the camel at an auction three weeks ago and kept him in a 50-foot by 80-foot pen. My wife did a lot of rescue, Donnie Ake said. She wouldn't let an animal suffer. We might not have food in the house, but she made sure they had something to eat. That's right. Feed your camel before you feed your kids. A reporter called 9-11 when Ake fell under the camel. To be honest with you, I don't think there's much he could have done, said Gulf County Sheriff Dalton Upchurch, Upchuck. A deputy and paramedics moved the camel and recovered Kathy Ake's body. I bet she ached all over. That's A-K-E, by the way. Achey, breaky heart. Uh-huh. Donnie Ake said he believes his wife either suffocated or was crushed by the enemy. Well, the Ake started their exotic animal farm nearly ten years ago. Well, in Weewahitchka. So that's up there in that, uh, you know, not, not, that's not really the panhandle, but it's pretty close to it, you know. That's where that big curve starts coming along the Gulf, you know. Mm-hmm. When you go past Two Egg in Panama City. Ever been through Two Egg? It's one stoplight. You know, I, I might have and just not noticed. I'm sure I have. It's a stoplight. On the way to somewhere. Egg. That's kind of like one potato two and three potato four. What happened to all the great restaurants, man? We used to have so many great restaurants. It's really depressing when you're trying to make choices, you know, and finding new and exciting places in South Florida yep. to eat. It just, uh, what, what happened to all of them? I don't know. I mean, when, when I, I was told them. that the Houstons in Fort Lauderdale, I know there's other Houstons, but when that one vanished, that depressed the living snot out of me, talking about snot. I just, that, that's, that's very depressing. Isn't it? Or didn't you like Houstons? I like Houstons. Just fine. They're still around. They're just uh, not Just not there. that one. Right. WQAM, hello. Yo, how are you this morning? Great, excellent. Um, I've got a little bit of a report. I don't know really how to say it, but uh, uh, 95 between Oakland Park and Commercial, there's a billboard of uh, Joe Rose and Levitard. Yeah, LeBastard, yeah. And for some reason, the uh, pigeons have chosen... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, oh. This was the right town for that. How, how many yes, times yes. have we tried to explain to these people it's part of the billboard? It's how, ma- how many times have we... T- how many million times? About 30, 30 million about times have we tried to explain to you people. This guy sounded like Pigeons a rational human there. being. Yeah, well, it sounded like... A lot of people sound rational when they're really nuts. I think the word you're looking for is dumb. D-U-M-M. Dumb. 
The After a series of delays, Representative Dennis Kucinich of Ohio, candidate for president in 2008 with a really bad hairpiece, announced a series of charges against Vice President Dick Cheney in Washington, D.C. late in the day yesterday. Kucinich alleged that the vice president committed a series of impeachable offenses, and he is therefore introducing articles of impeachment against Cheney in the Congress today. Oh! All right, you go, Dennis. You goofy little uh, silly. He's, he's great, but he just uh, looks goofy, you know. He's about two feet tall, and he's got a bad hairpiece. Nobody takes him seriously. The Senate started off by reading the opening words of the Declaration of Independence, arguing they were instructive at this moment. Whenever any government official becomes destructive of the founding purposes, that official must be held accountable. He be sand. The Ohio Democrats' move intended to provide a defense of the rights of American people to have a government that is honest and peaceful. Kucinich excoriated, I love that word, he excoriated the vice president, who he called a driving force for taking us into war against Iraq under false pretenses, and is once again rattling sabers of war against Iran, with the same intent to drive America into war again based on false pretenses. War against Iran. How do you like that? And I hit the wrong button there, like, bomb, 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 Iran. But I, I made a nice, nice recovery there, uh, Granny Neal. Thank you. The Ohio congressman who's running for president for the second time noted three charges and articles of impeachment were submitted as House Resolution 333, which, of course, is half of... What? I always told you Cheney was the Antichrist, didn't I? Oh, the asses of evil? He's, the ass, he's got the fat asses of evil. That's right. The first concerned manipulation of intelligence about Iraq's threat to the U.S. The second concerned manipulation of intelligence on the Iraq-Al-Qaeda relationship. And the last concerned what he called having openly threatened aggression against the Republic of Iran as fast as I can. And in Cheney's case, that ain't too fast with a fat ass like he's got and a bad heart. Kucinich claimed the charges were deeply researched in the press conference and insisted that his accusations were not just a political stunt. This is not brought forth lightly, he said. I've carefully weighed the options available to members of Congress. I've found this path, the path that is most important to take, he be saying. Kucinich dodged a question about whether or not he had the support of fellow members of Congress, claimed the articles were just now being examined by Congress members, and you can't expect anyone to make a snap judgment. Take at least 20 seconds and then say, yeah, we're with you, baby. He also said he was only introducing the resolution and not going to try to persuade members of Congress to join him. I'm not promoting you to a Wolf Blitzkrieg on CNN Situation Room. The former Cleveland mayor further acknowledged in a press conference that he hadn't recently spoken with Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi on the matter. Pelosi had said last year that impeachment was off the table. That's the square table. Nancy doesn't know we got the round table back. We dumped the square table just like we're going to dump that show. I'm sorry. They're going to. Don't say we. They. Don't you think they're going to probably get rid of that uh, abortion? I mean, well, I'm sorry. I was listening. In a conference call today, the speaker went further, telling Ross' story that President Bush wasn't worth it because impeachment proceedings would be a distraction from passing Democratic policies that would ensure the party's future political victory. We will do more work to make for, uh, for our own re-election to maintain Democratic Congress and have a Democratic president, she said. Oh, she, meaning Nancy Pelosi, that bitch. And frankly, for impeachment, George W. Bush is just not worth it. We have great work to do for the American people. What a, what a bitch. What a sow, man. What a nasty sow. He also acknowledged that he hadn't yet... This is, now, see, this is not written well, meaning uh, Kucinich again. That he hadn't yet discussed his charges with Republican John Conyers of Michigan, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, whose committee must consider whether or not to forward the articles to Congress. A reporter asked Kucinich why the vice president should be impeached and not President Bush. There's a very practical reason each and every charge relates to Vice President Cheney's conduct or misconduct in office, he said, but he added, it's important that we start with Mr. Cheney, because if we started with the president, Mr. Cheney would then become president. Good thinking, Dennis. A little uh, reasoning there, huh? He also noted, we have to go through the constitutional agony of impeaching two presidents consecutively. We did that. 
That's a good point. You have to impeach Bush first, then impeach Cheney, and then impeach every. Just peachy, peachy, just, baby. Yeah, just keep doing it. Let's get some of those kiwis. I'm going to do that thing on those really superfoods that are really good for you. Now, let's see. Kiefer, and I heard of Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland. Yeah, and Keith. And uh, what is this one? With the berries? What is that? I'll find it. Just a moment. Oh, pomegranates. That's right. It's fun to say, too. Come on to my house, come on. Rosemary Clooney, where she said something about pomegranates. Kiwis. Barley, which my favorite soup in the world is mushroom barley. Oh, God, I would kill for a nice bowl of that right now. Who could I kill for a bowl of cranberries, which uh, nobody don't like cranberries. Although, like you said, you don't like cranberry sauce. sauce. That's okay. Hold the sauce. Broccoli sprouts. Oh, God. I like broccoli just fine. I don't even know. I don't know what broccoli sprouts are or where you get them. So yeah, I'm gonna go look. In between plunges at Woodbine, I'm gonna go out in the hill in the woods and like try to find me some broccoli sprout. God, singing is the lowest form of communication. You actually sing like a like a train going off the rails. It's embarrassing. They've been singing out of tune and they suck. Torturing ears on the stages. We have found the worst singer in the world. Every night, every song gets lamer. I don't mean to be unkind, but you have one of the worst singing voices. Now they're singing tunes from Nashville, and all the viewers are ready to start crying. He's terrible. It just was terrible, dude. My gosh, American Idol is hell. Now you know it's dying. I think I'll sing something a little more upbeat. We back our ears and try to withstand American Idol. Two-step dance, they've gone country. Whatever. Making me puke, they've gone country. That sucks. They've gone country. Well, it sucks. Miss Underwood's boobs, it's idol country. This sucks hard. The shark is jumped. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. <laughs> I, was I love that brother. last line. Great I like line. the whole bit is just fine, but mm-hmm. we got country and we got western. From the Y'all come brothers. back now, you hear? Like that. Man, this is an exciting day for me. Not only am I going to go to Woodbine today and win just millions or maybe 50 bucks, but my close personal friend. By the way, thanks, Zisco. Now, do you know Zisco? Did he, uh, do you know Zisco like I know Zisco? Not like you know Zisco. He writes and uh, posts Does stuff he ever, on my page uh, also. Does he ever with you a little bit? A little bit. He's a great guy. So far? Well, what does that mean so far? I mean, so far, so good. He hasn't he's given me a reason to dislike my space friends out here. He's a good buddy. But anyway, he's got he's got a friend named Viraj, V-I-R-A-J. Now, where do you think he's from? India. They're good guess. How did you guess that? So uh, anyway, <laughs> I had noticed is well, you know me, and I'm no different from you. If you saw some hot chick on somebody's page, you'd say, "Oh, uh, who's that?" By the way, is this go? Who's that chick? You know, you do that, right? Wouldn't you? Yes. Yes, you would. And so would Chris, although he won't admit it. Huh? Yeah. No, that's supposed to be huh? like that. So anyway, I had noticed the Viraj on there. I'm joking uh, for the last couple of weeks back and forth. My close personal buddy Zisco is a great guy, by the way, and a great dog lover. See, that's that's the only reason he likes me. He, you know, the show is okay, but the dog loving thing, he loves that. So anyway, he, I guess he put in a good word for me. And so I jokingly last night sent a friend request to Viraj because he had his profile set to private. Mm-hmm. And he's accepted me as a friend. I don't ever do that. The only other time I ever did that was with Soccer Mark. Remember from uh, UNF? Okay. Yeah. You remember that. That's uh, right. Chris, Chris remembers it because it was pretty embarrassing when a big celebrity like me is sending somebody a friend request. That, that's bad. That is, that is so tacky, man. How's this your hormones taking over? 
and the audience is thinking, well, you know, Virage is 22. He's up there. He's from Miami, but he's a student at uh, Gainesville up there at UF or FU or whatever. And uh, Neil just wants to look at those pictures. Yeah, that's true. Now, he, he seems like a good guy. And I do want to look at the pictures. <laughs> he's a real. Some of those Indian people, man, I could tell you stories from here, but I better not because I want to continue for another 20 years. Wow. Some of those. See, and that, that's one thing. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But don't you think that most Americans, America being as parochial as it tends to be, especially in South Florida, where nobody gets more than 10 blocks from home very often? Mm-hmm. And they think that people like from, you know, India, Pakistan, uh, M- Middle East, like Palestinians, they think those people are like, oh, yucky. You know what I mean? Like, yes. They don't, yeah. See, I, I'm right yes. for once. And that's not true at all. I mean, there are plenty of Americans who are yucky, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Did I mention our goal is 1,300 on the pole? Our goal, our goal pole? We got 1092 right now. Well, I just, I just pick a number every day, and generally we get there because the audience cooperates just fabulously. In fact, let me click that view current thing again. Currents, by the way, we were talking about before the show. And, uh, and I got another one. I get a point. And George got it right. That's right. You're the one who came up with it. We're both thinking little red berries in them. Right. The professor sent me all this stuff, and I saw the picture of those. um, What are those again? I keep forgetting. Pomegranates. Well, that that, I I guess that's when you cut it open. It's got all them little red berries in it. Well, but they're different. Yeah, the the pomegranates got those little. uh, I don't even know what you call them. Those are seeds with the pulp around the outside. Ooh. Looks nasty to me. It looks like something from outer space. They're good. You've had them. You've had them. It's a lot. I've had pomegranates. Haven't you? I don't think so. They're, they're good. They're they're different, but they're good. They're good for you. I'll get to the, this list here in a second of all these things that, and the audience is going to go ah, that. I don't want to be eating that stuff. Yeah, you do. So anyway, thank you, Viraj, and thank you, Zisco, for allowing me to enter your world. And believe me, I'm not going to bug him. Not going to send him any emails except like that. You know, just a big a big long distance kiss up there to Gainesville or down there, wherever it is. Is there anything wrong with that? Not at all. I'm just a friendly old guy. That's all. He's right. a sucker for a pretty face. Reach out and touch someone. I'd like to reach out and touch Baraj, although I don't want him to hear that. He's not listening. I, I just, I don't know, I felt very uncomfortable doing that. I felt like a, like a dirty old man. But then again, I am a dirty old man, so what would be wrong with doing that, right? Right. I'm a dirty old fag, so what would, and I'm not doing it for like I'm going to meet Faraj anytime soon or anytime in my lifetime and have my way with him or like, uh, you know, give him a big hug and a squeeze and then goose him or something. That's not going to happen, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and Zisco sent me a message. He said he's a very shy fellow, which for a 24-year-old guy, Zisco, you use some very uh, stodgy language. Shy fellow. Would you would you call somebody a shy fellow? You know, only if trying guy. to make a you know make a larf or something. Yeah. yeah, well, he did. He made it was very a very amusing moment. He's a shy fellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wrote back. I said I could unshy him in about five minutes, but just. I don't want to keep let you in on all these ramblings and writings because it makes me seem like a real old pervert, and that's bad, even though it's very true, and I'm proud of it. Wait till you hear this, speaking of perverted things. Niece of Carvel ice cream founder wants body exhumed to check for foul play. Boy, he's been dead a long time. Hasn't he? Yeah, he Who? died the 17th. Tom Carvel, what's wrong with you, man? Just because the ice cream is kosher, you don't have to be anti-semantic. Can we say cookie puss? God, what is wrong with you? Even though I don't like Carvel ice cream at all. it's not To me, it's not ice cream. It's like mush. Although I don't mind their flying saucers a little bit. You ever have the Carvel flying I'm sure you have. I like cookie puss. Almost, almost 18 years after the death of ice cream magnet Thomas Carvel, that's not maggot, magnet, his niece wants Carvel's body to be exhumed from a New York cemetery to look into suspicions he may, 
suspicions that he may have been murdered. Ooh. Pamela Carvel, 58, a fraud investigator who lives in Broward County, filed suit in Fort Lauderdale Federal Court last week seeking a court order for the exhumation. Last Friday, but the Sun Sentinel's just getting around to writing about it today. They're a little slow. In the court filing, a convoluted account of betrayal and greed, she accuses two former Carvel Corp. employees of embezzling millions from the family and possibly killing Tom Carvel to cover up the theft. Oh, that would be bad. Remember, he used to do the commercials. Remember that? No. Nope. Hi, I'm Tom Carvel. <laughs> the exhumation request comes after years of bitter feuding between the Carvel family and the lawyers and bankers controlling Thomas Carvel's estate. Once valued about $200 million. I'll take it. Pamela Carvel, who is not represented by an attorney, wrote the complaint herself. Many of her claims can easily be substantiated. In an interview, Carvel said she knows her suspicions may sound over the top. The bottom line, she said, is that circumstances surrounding her uncle's death just don't add up. Whatever the autopsy results are is fine with me. I'd just like to have it all put to bed, she said. At the time of his death, Thomas Carvel lived with his wife Agnes in Palm Beach County. He died October 21, 1990, at age 84 in a couple's second home in Dutchess County, New York. Started a stated cause of death was a heart attack. According to the complaint, the doctor whose name appeared on Thomas Carvel's death certificate later said he couldn't recall signing it or examining the body. Huh. Dr. Joshua Perper, the guy with the goofy head, Broward County's medical examiner, said an autopsy might shed light on the cause of death. Even after 18 years, if there was good embalming, the body would probably be well-preserved, said Perper, who's not connected with the case. On the other hand, he said embalming fluid might make it impossible to uh, determine if there was a poison or, or stuff. Carvel left his fortune to a charitable foundation. Agnes Carvel was to receive income from the foundation until she died. Pamela Carvel said her aunt, who died in 98, never received a penny. The couple had no children. She never got a dime. She couldn't even afford to go to Carvel and buy some of that uh, chunky monkey, uh, spunky. Carvel said surviving relatives have little to gain financially if it turns out Thomas Carvel was slain because they were not significant beneficiaries of Carvel's estate. Always check that will, man. Check it twice to make sure who's being naughty and... <laughs> Nice. Oh, God. And now a hit on Dancing with the Stars, the first contestant to compete with an artificial limb. She's Heather Mills. It's great to welcome her to Larry King Live. Oh, thanks very much. Let's go to some calls. Black Lake, Ohio. Hello. Heather, what do you want to say to all those people who call you a gold digger? Well, that's true. It is? Yeah. Wait a minute. Forget the good wife and mother. Wait, uh, you married Paul McCartney just for the money? Oh, yeah. For money. You know, I certainly didn't marry for any other reasons. Palm City, Florida. Hello. Hi. Hi. Heather, I didn't catch Dancing with the Stars this week. Did I miss anything? Um, yes. Mm -hmm. My leg just went flying off. Oh, no. Yeah, it totally happened to me. During the competition? Yeah. A historic moment. I think it's funny. It comes off very easily. It does. Yeah. It comes off very easily. Let's look at that big moment and the reaction. Watch. And back, back, side, two, two three, four, and turn. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And how did you overcome it? Hopping after it, trying to pick it up. She's Heather Mills, only interested in money. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, there's Fat Rosie. She's leaving the view in June. Thank God. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, but you agree with a lot of what Rosie says. You know, that's like the Bill Maher thing, you know. Same, same uh. difference. Because we agree with what somebody uh. says means we're supposed to automatically like uh. them. Yeah. If I have to hear any more about Bill Maher, I'm going to just vomit. And if I hear any more about Ro if I have to see Rosie again, I'm passing on lunch. I'm passing gas real bad. Can you, can you imagine when she farts? Oh, my God. Clears I, out elevators. Clears God. out apartment buildings. 
When Rosie O'Donnell cuts the cheese, baby, people for blocks around go screaming. Anyway, speaking of passing a lot of gas, I bet you've ate some of these foods that NSN Health Center says are good for you. You'd be farting up a storm. But what's wrong with that? Nothing. At least give you some distance anyway. You know, give you a little bit of breathing room. Kiefer. I, 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 don't, I never heard that. I knew a guy I mean, named Kiefer. I mean, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, and uh, ugly somebody that has a last name, Kiefer. And can't act for crap. Kiefer is cultured milk. It says this cultured milk drink stacks up in calcium. One eight-ounce serving contains 30% About 30, man. of the recommended daily intake. Contains more beneficial bacteria than yogurt. Oh, man, it's got all them little things swimming around in it, kind of like sperms. It may also reduce food allergies. Baby mice fed kefir had a three-fold reduction in the amount of antibody linked to food allergies, say researchers in Agricultural University. Where the hell would you buy kefir? Like in a health food store? I reckon. The whole foods market might have something like that. There may also battle breast cancer. Women age oh. 50 and older who consume fermented milk products had a lower risk than those who ate little or none. And may also avoid triggering lactose intolerance, which you claim that I've got. I had another pint. I, I just can't say it on it. It's just so embarrassing. Another pint of haagen Rocky Road yesterday. And you know what? What? It was good. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Kefir contains lactase, the enzyme that people with lactose intolerance are missing, say researchers at Ohio State. And the taste, like plain yogurt, just a little thinner. So maybe you want to chop up some fruit and stuff and put them in there, you know? That's what people do with yogurt. Only a lot of mm -hmm. stupid people get yogurt because they think it's good for you, and they get the yogurt with the trout and the fruit on the bottom and all the sugar in there, and it's got 80 million uh, carbs and stuff. I mean, what, what's the point of that? That would, be like, that would be like eating a bunch of plain yogurt and then following with like a banana split. Yeah. Do I dare admit that I had a banana split in Amsterdam at the Marquis? But, but well, why not? Like you already a, said you uh, ate like a pig while you were there. It wasn't a real banana split, though. It just had like one sliced banana on the plate with like three small blobs of vanilla ice cream and like a little fudge sauce smeared around the edges, you know? That, that to me is not a banana split. If you want to go to Jackson's Ice Cream Parlor in Dania, that's where you get a real banana split, like the old-fashioned kind, man. Mmm. Mmm. Why, why did you get me started with ice cream again? Uh, that's just me. I'm a bastard. Because you're a that bastard, way. that's, that's right. all. Because you want me to dead. croak real soon right. so you can collect all that money out of my yeah. will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 I, I, I just changed my mind. I'm leaving it all to Farage, whatever I got. Beautiful. He's a good, he's a good guy, I think. I, don't, I have no idea who he is. He looks good, I'll say that. And he sure got the right attitude, man. He approved my ass. And I guess from what uh, your friend Zisco tells me, he listens to my show when he's in Miami every now and then. Isn't that sweet? That's sweet. And it says on his, uh, on his profile there, he's 22, he's single and straight. Gee, I'm so tired of that. But anyway, here's the poll. What drew you to South Florida? I was born here. That's my excuse. And even 300, 300 people were born in South Florida. Oh, look at that. There's that fire in Waycross, Georgia again on CNN. Waycross, Georgia. Man, that's a real rednecky place. You know what? Where do we know Waycross from? Whatever happened there? Something. Maybe, there were, maybe that's where Hollis and Billy Rieger were born in Waycross, Who? Georgia. Oh, a couple of harness drivers. Anytime I say somebody, you have no idea who they are. They're harness drivers. <laughs> Trust me. Like You say like a lot of names, I don't know who like they are. Like Elmer Conrad, for example, and Charles Conrad, and... Well, well let's, I don't want to get started there, because I'll go on forever. You don't know your harness racing. Name me one horse that raced against Una de Mai. Remember that guy? He was, he was mm -hmm. hysterical. He was typical of what's wrong with all the parimutuals. The average attendee is like death plus 40. 
What drew you to South Florida? I was born here. That's my excuse. 302 now. See? How many we got? 1120. Oh, we'll make that 13 easy, Chris. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even worry about it if I were you. Okay. I, I worry about how come Duff didn't get you no charha today. In fact, next time he comes in there, I'd beat the crap out of him. I'd just kick him right in the groin and say, how do you like this, Duff? Here's something for you. He might enjoy it, though. Work or business, 176, keeps them in South Florida. I don't live there, thank God. Thank, uh... Oh, God! Oh, 151. The weather, 139. They like hurricanes, I guess. And then the aftermath of them. Certainly not the people, 102. Not the people. You might think it's the people, but it's not. I escaped from Cuba, Haiti, etc., 51, and look where I wound up. I'm swimming back, as a matter of fact. Marriage, 48. My parents dragged me here. Look at how that's moved up there. Thank you so very, very much, WB, for suggesting that. 42 people already. It's moved up the ladder. It's, a, it's in mid-pack. They're packing it. A vacation, 27. They came on vacation and they just couldn't leave. They thought they discovered paradise, and now they're stuck there, and they just hate it like poison. Commitment to a mental institution, 21. The beaches, 15. The people, 14. These people. Ooh. A prison sentence, 13. A lost bet, a dozen. The nightlife three, boy, that has that hasn't moved a tick. Nor has the wildlife three. I mean, who moves somewhere because they got like a lot of wildlife? Uh, uh, lots of people. Possums and what are those other little armadillos? You ever yeah. seen an armadillo in the well, sea? So you're talking about the Florida scrub wildlife varmints, is what you're talking about? Not like no, I'm, deer I'm talking about I'm talking about in my bears. area out there in, in the acres. Yeah, we've yeah. got like armadillos. Have you ever seen one of those wildlife? Or swimming? Have I ever seen one? They're everywhere. Everywhere. Possums? Sure. Oh, yeah. Raccoons. Don't get me started. Raccoons. Nightlife 3, the Wildlife 3, and a convention or trade show. There was one poor bastard who came for a convention and he couldn't get out. Damn it. Maybe it was that sex convention at the uh, Miami Beach Convention Center. Maybe it was... Do you know that there's a movie? I was, in a, uh, I was in a store. I went to three stores before I could find Better Luck Tomorrow last night. I finally found it. And there's a movie called Being Ron Jeremy or something like that. It's a comedy. Oh, okay. Being Ron Jeremy. Like being John Malkovich, but it's Ron Jeremy. Right. Uh, being fat, hairy, and disgusting. Where does the line start to buy that? Oh, I don't know. There was no line. There were a lot of people looking at it and screaming. Ah! ah! Disgusting. But nevertheless, it's because all you heteros sing. Yeah. We're not responsible movies, for Ron Jeremy. No, but in, with, with heteros in porno movies, the guy doesn't have to be good-looking. He can be disgusting as hell. He doesn't have to look like Tom Byron used it to It doesn't help years ago. when they're disgusting as hell, let me tell oh, you. Peter North. That's why some of us avoid that product. I think Peter North has kind of gone south. I could be wrong about that. Uh, not more than once from what I heard. <laughs> Still the world's greatest straight shooter. This conversation. I talked to Peter North the other day. He tells me your real name is Neil Down. And he still ain't interested. It's the certifiably insane... John McKay, singing his way into the hearts of voters across the country. Bum, 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 Anyway, uh, I think Moran is a great threat. The Iranians are continuing their efforts to acquire a nuclear weapon. <laughs> Uh, anyway, bum 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 After a restful vacation in the Middle East paradise of Iraq, he packed a bag, Dad, and his cheeks to embark on a Beach Boys Drake Jacket tour. Wouldn't it be nice to have mutually assured destruction so everyone can have bombs fall on their head? 
as your overlord, I will have no compunction. And I too, thank you for your vote by making you dead. <laughs> it's not nice to poke fun at the mentally handicapped, so let the old man wear out the war hero welcome mat. My brain sunk down to my cheeks, <laughs> where I stored nuts and many other things. <laughs> uh, there's plenty of room for my wallet, car keys, and even a, a wristwatch. <laughs> Ain't I a crazy a-hole? McCain's message is clear. If you listen carefully to the voices inside his cheeks. God only knows when we're getting Armageddon. <laughs> They're my cigarette. cigarettes. They're my WQAM, hello. Bobby got shot in the leg. So anyhow, let's get back to these superfoods, okay? I knew there would be a really good call on there just when we came back. There always is. 1,137 votes on the poll. I think we got 1,300 made in the shade, baby. I think we got it licked. Speaking of licking, uh, pomegranates. If you're going to have a martini, at least make it a pomegranate one. I've never heard of that. Have you? A pomegranate martini? Yeah. No, I think I'll try it. This fall fruit has higher antioxidant activity than red wine and green tea, which may be why a number of studies show it may prevent skin cancer and kill breast and prostate cancer cells. It also helps fight Alzheimer's disease. Researchers at Loma Linda University found that mice who drink pomegranate juice experienced 50% less brain degeneration than animals that consume only sugar water. The pomegranate drinkers also did better in mazes and tests as they aged. A group of diabetics, now this is the part interesting to me, muy interesante, baby, a group of diabetics who drank about two ounces of pomegranate juice a day for three months kept their bodies from absorbing bad cholesterol into their immune systems, a major contributing factor to hardening of the arteries, discovered researchers in Israel, and Wolf Blitzkrieg is trailing from that. How do you like that? He put a special schmata on to celebrate. I think we ought to have, like, regular Yiddish lessons on the show every day. I think so. A lot of glam out there, not really doing all that well with their Yiddish, and you think after years of listening to the show, you people would know you're Yiddish, baby. Oh, That's right. Hey. 11.40 on the poll, man. We are kicking some big, in spite of Paul and Angel Ron, I think that's helping us on big. Because there were a lot of people who probably like listening to the music, you know, from like 10 to 11.30 or 10 to noon. And now that they're on from 2 in the morning till midnight every day, uh, I think that Big 106 just shot themselves in the, in the toes. I could be wrong about that. Maybe they're going to take a big chunk of our audience away. What do you think? No. And a week from Friday comes the uh, winter book. The winter book. The Summer Knows. Now, what movie was that from? Da, 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 da. The Summer Knows. Don't you remember that movie? It sounds familiar. I don't have that. Oh, that was that from uh, Summer 42? I don't know. You didn't see that movie with um, Squirmy, Hermie. I might have Gary, seen it. I'm trying to Grimey, Gary it Grimes, and uh, who was it? I don't know. Jennifer O'Neill. Sounds familiar. You didn't see the summer of 42. What a beach house. Yeah. Okay, I saw it. And her husband got killed in the Vietnam or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, where we were fighting when that thing came out. Probably Vietnam. Had an affair with a younger guy? With a kid. Yeah. Gary Grimes, baby. Yeah, yeah I saw it. Kiwi fruit. Boy, there's sure a lot of fruit on this list. Don't judge this fruit by its cover. It says under that bristly brown peel, you'll find a bright green star bursting with antioxidants and full of fiber. Kiwi fruit works to protect against free radical damage, 
A study from Rutgers University compared the 27 most popular fruits. I bet you one of them was... Oh, God! And determined that kiwi fruit was the most nutritionally dense. Oh, there they go talking behind my back again. Dense. Plus, it makes the short list of fruits with substantial amounts of vitamin E and contains more vision-saving lutein than any other fruit or vegetable except for corn. Oh, corn. That corn sure is special. Not good for you, though. It's very... Uh, what, what's the bad thing about corn? The the carbs. But there's something else bad about corn. Oh, it's starch. Some, some people, yeah, well, some people have an allergy to it also. Starch, baby, although I love corn on the cob. You know the best? They call it Indian <coughs> corn on the cob. You wrap it up in tinfoil, you know, and you put it on the grill. That's good. Oh, Put and your you're butter. That, you're blacking that baby in the corn, too. In a 2004 study from the University of Oslo in Norway, participants who ate two or three kiwis for 28 days significantly reduced their potential to form a clot. They also got a bonus benefit. Their triglycerides, a blood fat linked to heart attack, dropped by 15%. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Let's go out and get a bunch of fruit, baby. Now, continuing with these. There's only a couple more, I think. There's only, like I said, three more. I better hurry up with this. 11.45 on the pool. Barley. You know something? I might have to skip Woodbine and find me a place where I can get a bunch of mar- mushroom barley soup. I li- now, maybe after Woodbine. I bet you don't have a soup man up there because that's one of the flavors I saw that they had. It is? Yeah. George was at the soup man in the Yesterday. Worst of Aventura. Yeah. Yes, great. I'm getting all the lobster bisque that they had available. Man, I love my soups mm, and the mushroom barley. Anyway, it says when some whole grains, such as wheat and oats, are processed, they lose their fiber content. Not so with barley, baby, which is full of soluble beta-glucan fiber in its whole kernel what? refined flour form. Beta-glucan? So that, what is it? Beta-glucan? What did I call it? I don't know. Glucan? Glucan do I've it. I've never heard of it. Well, whatever it is. You don't even know what you You see, correct me. He doesn't even know what the hell it is, and he's correct They me, do okay? have mushroom barley. Glucan my ass <coughs> to the chair. <laughs> Studies show this fiber may knock down bad cholesterol by as much as 17.5%, according to USDA research. A 2004 study found that adults with moderately high cholesterol levels who went on a low-fat American Heart Association diet began to see an improvement only when barley was added to the menu. Boy, I love my mushroom barley soup with some nice sliced shrooms in it and lots and lots of barley. And... It says that also makes barley a better choice for people with type 2 diabetes because it helps decrease blood sugar and insulin levels. I'm going out and give me a gigantic, not a bowl, I'm getting a vat. I'm getting a gigantic vat of mushroom barley soup. I could eat that all day. Wouldn't that be a, you know, they say that one-dimensional diets are bad for you. Like the all-ice cream diet, for example, probably wouldn't be really right. good. Be delicious, though, especially if it was like haagen Rocky Road. I'm sure, I'm sure there are other ice cream makers that make better. And you know what else is really good, too, is Heavenly Hash. What's in that besides hash? Sounds okay. heavenly. Well, what do you mean, what's in it besides hash? You ever had Heavenly Hash? I think I have, but I forgot. Little, it. Bits, of, little bits of chocolate and marshmallow. Ooh. And lots of chocolate. Yeah, yeah. See, when, the, ba- when the base flavor is chocolate. There, you can't go wrong. You it's like New Orleans band. Right. Cranberries. Oh, brother. This born and bred American. So anyway, we never got to the thing about what berries was it that you said? Uh, currants. Currants. Now, currants in Europe, like I told you when I was in Copenhagen, they use them in Denmark for whatever reason. They use it a lot. And, uh, you know, they, they stick like little uh, bits of them on plates. So, yeah, like, like to mm-hmm. adorn the plate. But their currants are good. Mm. Anyway, getting back to cranberries, this born and bred American berries among the top ten antioxidant-rich foods, making it a potent a potent. Can- Cancer protector. You see, I'm thinking about the waiter in that restaurant in, in Copenhagen. I'm not thinking about the currants. Currants were good, but not as sweet as he was. 
Oh, those Danes, those great Danes. Mm. <laughs> anyway, he was a blonde guy, you know, young. Mm -hmm. You know it helps treat urinary tract infections, says. Perhaps you've heard it prevents gum disease, too. Uh, cranberries. Compounds in the juice can actually alter antibiotic-resistant strains, making it impossible for the harmful bacteria to trigger an infection. A small pilot study from Harvard Medical School and Rutgers University found that eating about a third a cup of dried cranberries yielded the same effect. Better than the juice. Cranberry juice is like, it's just like uh, drinking sugar. Right. Sugar water. It's good. Right. Man, is it good. And. Good with some booze. Research on pigs <coughs> with a genetic predisposition to atherosclerosis. Atherosclerosis. Why can't I read any of this? Narrow hardened arteries that may lead to heart attack and stroke found that those fed dried cranberries or juice every day had healthier, more flexible blood vessels. Oh, I'd like to have a flexible vessel. I'll tell you that. And. Last and definitely least. Broccoli sprouts. Yes, we've been through this. It says broccoli good. The news, broccoli sprouts even better. At a mere three days old, they contain at least 20 times as much of disease-fighting SGS, which triggers enzymes in the body that either kill cancer cells or keep them from growing. You've heard that, I'm sure, even though you hate cooked broccoli, is that broccoli is one of those uh, anti-cancer, antioxidant... Uh, yes, yes, I have. I don't deny that it's very nutritious if you could just choke it down. It says the uh, just one ounce of sprouts has got as much of that SGS as one and a quarter pounds of broccoli. It says it'll save you lots of chewing. Yeah, chew this. Chewbacca. People who ate about a half a, <laughs> cup, half a cup a day of sprouts lowered their total cholesterol by an average of 15 points. Women in the study raised their good cholesterol by 8 points in just one week found a Japanese pilot study. I can't wait to see that. Better luck tomorrow. It's Japanese. Exposure to UV sunlight over time may lead to an eye condition called macular degeneration, which is the number one cause of blindness in U.S. seniors. Researchers at John Hopkins determined that broccoli sprouts can protect... Retinal cells from ultraviolet light damage. You can probably eat a, like a cup of this and stand out there and stare right at the sun for about four or five weeks. Just stare right at it until your eyes melt and start running down your cheek. How do you like that? Broccoli sprouts. When in doubt, mm -hmm. try some sprouts. Freddie Quinn, whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Oh. Welcome back to Kenny and Bo. Kelly's joining us again today. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't believe Virginia Tech canceled football training. <laughs> That's not right. I'll tell you what's not right. After 9-11, all sports was canceled for almost a week. I was in withdrawal. Hey, you were doing a show the morning of 9-11, right? Yeah. Well, how'd you handle that? I'm proud to say we kept right on talking about the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, no. I don't know, Geldy. Something like that happens. I might have to put sports aside for a little bit. That's right. You're not going to last as long as I have. Dude, people were jumping to their death. Our, our shores were attacked, man. That wasn't a good situation. What? So, let me get this right. Uh, there's nothing more important in life than sports, right? I don't care if my house was boiling down with my family trapped inside. Nothing will lift my head from the sports page. You want job security at QAM? It's sports, sports, sports. If you want to work here, sports. Hey, Geldy, come here. Come here. I want to show you something. So take a puke at that. Look at that crowd there. Senator John McCain said to formally announce his candidacy in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, the average age of that crowd, and I use the term loosely, was what, death plus about 80? You want to hear the beginning of his uh, announcement? Bum, 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 Yeah, that's the beginning and the end and the middle. Crazy person. And so are all those uh, old goofballs sitting there in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, all them craggy New Hampshire rights. Much idiot. Uh, and, and by the way, let me just say this to you, okay? 
Okay. I'm not saying I'm not going to take any new ads on our MySpace page, on the show page, but I'm I'm denying so many people now because if there's any kind of I give it the smell test, you know what I mean? And there was like a picture a second ago, like uh, I'm Doug, I'm 19, a uh, nearly naked young guy, and not, not a bathing suit kind of picture, mm-hmm. you know. And I looked it over and looked really shady to me. And most of the most of the so-called friends were like celebrity pictures, and it smelled and had an odor to it. And then all of a sudden, here's one from the fat man who uh, just two uh, bogus back to back, and I deleted both of them. They're both the same person, by the way. Huh. And the fat man says, oh, somebody hacked into my page, and I, yeah, right. Get lost, okay? All you fakers and shakers and Quakers out there who want to come in the back door, get lost. Wreck them. That's right. Now, who faxed is this? I thought I was all done with that uh, Betty Betty uh, Goodberry uh, news. Say hello to Acai. A-C-A-I. Acai. The fruit that's making believers are world-class athletes and health-conscious people everywhere. Grown in the Amazon rainforest, Acai is truly a gift from Mother Nature. It's got a rich berry cocoa flavor that makes it taste amazing, and it's packed with more antioxidants than blueberries or pomegranates, plus loads of healthy omega fats, protein, and dietary fiber. How do you like that? i got to look that up. i got to Google it during the break and see what it looks like. Acai. You ever hear of it? No. I just thought one out. Acai. So what makes antioxidants and omega fats so important? It says studies have shown how the French and Mediterranean diets, rich in red wine and oli oliva, Help maintain heart, body, brain, and skin. Cape Bonnie, olio oliva. What bad acting. Organic acai combines the best of both diets with 30 times... About 30, man. ...the antioxidants of red wine and essential fatty acid profile similar to olio oliva. Acai is a potent combination your body shouldn't go without. It's potent and it's impotent. Super healthy, super tasty, super food. The acai fruit's been featured on Oprah. Well, nothing's perfect. In the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, amazingly, the little acai berry about the size of a blueberry is being called the miracle berry. And whoever is peddling this, oh, look where it's from, University Dodge. Hmm. A Brazilian berry popular in health food contains antioxidants that destroy cultured human cancer cells. In recent University of Florida study, that's where my buddy Farage goes to school, by the way, University of Florida in Gainesville. I just thought you'd be interested in knowing that. One of the first to investigate the fruit's purported benefits. Published today in the Journal of Agriculture and Food Chemistry, the study showed extracts from acai berries triggered a self-destruct response in up to 86% of leukemia cells tested. Acai berries are already considered one of the richest fruit sources of antioxidants, they be saying. This study was an important step toward learning what people may gain from using beverages, dietary supplements, or other products made with the berries. That's beverages, as in beverages and more, you know? Remember that? Eh. Beverages. <laughs> Beverages and That was funny. Well, when you get to over 800 pounds, you start slurring your words a little bit. It's not a good thing. Don't forget, Humper and the uh, Mad Dog will be out at Dolphin Camp this afternoon from 2 to uh, God only knows when. Then we got that awful Marlin game tonight. Any interest whatsoever? No. 1181 on this poll. There's some interest in that thing. We're going to get our 1300 and then some, Chris. How do you like that? I'm very now, happy. Now, did you guys get anything? Just the Howie's bacon? That's, isn't that getting a little bit old? I mean, my bacon's not getting Chris old. Chris got his three really... courses. I just ate bacon. If I'm smart during this break, instead of looking up a sigh, you know what I'm going to do? Make more bacon? Yes. Doesn't that sound like a capital idea? Break and bacon. Mmm. Bacon break. Although it's not kosher, <laughs> but nevertheless. I'm going to see if there's like a little circle U on the box. Because if you're like really from, if you're like a really obsessive Jew, like Gary Sarner, for example... You don't want to be eating no trafe, especially just before you go to Woodbine to plunge your guts out. 
Because if you eat trafe, then God's going to punish you, and he, He's going to put a hex on your machine. No matter which one you play, He's going to follow you. And no matter which machine you sit your ass down at, oh, I'm putting a hex, like that. You know, however God does it. Like in uh, Captain Marvel, Shazam, you know. What Jim Neighbors would say, Shazam. Now, why does Jim Neighbors say Shazam? Why does he say that? I guess it's a hillbilly thing. Is that what it is, Shazam? Shazam. No. I never knew that till this moment. I'm sure I want to I never heard anybody else again. say it, except for Billy, you know, when he turns into Captain Marvel. Billy Batson? Billy, whatever his name was. Billy Batson. Was that his name? Google it right now. I mean, if I'm dying, you're lying. Or however that goes. I was never a Shazam reader, personally. What? I mean, I saw him, but, you know. You ever a Captain Marvel fan? Sure. Look never at that. Billy train. Batson narrated, typically narrated each Captain Marvel story. When Billy Batson says the magic word Shazam, and it's transformed into Captain Marvel, but a beep, but a boop, and it goes on. How do you like that? What a memory, man. I am a freaking genius once about every ten years. Mark it down. Remember he had that tiger for a friend. What are you talking about? In the comic book. He had Captain Marvel had tiger. a tiger for her? No, was Billy it Tony did. the tiger? Billy, maybe. I see. Remember the uh, villain with the word? I thought you didn't like that, but you still remember I that. I saw it, but I just remember the no. kid's name. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, listen. Yes, it's, yes sir. It's, it's Aki Berry. It's this Monovie. It's supposed to be the Jesus juice of the 90s and the 2000s. Hockey Berry? Hockey Chinese Berry. Holly Berry? You lost, idiot. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing today? Okay, sir, how are you doing? Hey, I was just hearing you talk about that Barry. Uh, not to, I don't want to correct anybody. You Barry. It's, it's, it's the Akai Fairy, I mean Barry. Well, that's not what it says in the story. It, says, it shows it phonetically, A-S-I. Oh, well, I just read that It's, spe it's spelled A-C, sir, but in Espanol, it's uh, S. You better get with it, sir. Pick it upon you. Pick it upon you. Get with it, you damn cracker man, you idiot. You silly-ass Anglo. A Kai. What a goofball. Kai sounds like some kind of a Japanese thing. That's how I would have said it. Well, that's not what it is. Because it, 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 how the hell would I know what it is? But it spells it phonetically in there so that if some goofball read about it on the radio, for example, like yours truly, he would at least pronounce it right, even though he didn't know what the hell it is. I'm making more bacon. Now, bacon's not good, good for it. it. No, bacon is not good Better for it. Better than that ice cream nitrites, you were nitrates, What? Better than that ice cream you were thinking of having. Now, why would you say that? Well, how do you know it is? And ice cream doesn't have nitrites and nitrates in it, all the artificial no, crap. No, it has lots, lots of sugar, sugar. sugar. Now, if you go to... Um, Cold Stone Creamery doesn't have all that preservatives, I'm sure. Especially I'm sure. that cake batter one. It's got all the botulism and stuff in it. <laughs> the one that got recalled. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go. I don't want to listen. Don't, see, you had to open up a mouth again. I'm talking about bacon. And what, is he, what did he just say, Chris? Those two words, ice cream. He said, ice cream, you scream. We all scream for ice cream. He's just trying to kill you, that's all. Oh, I know that so we can get the money in my will. I know, but I left it all to Virage. I am so pleased. I'm, I'm pleased as punch. That he accepted me on there. I feel like uh, like I'm validated as a human being. It would have been, and not only that, but also, what's his name? Mark, the uh, soccer guy at UNF. with The one with the broken leg. Hope you're healing up, Mark. Not that he's listening to the show. He's got no idea who I am. See, at least Viraj has got some idea he's listening to the show. He knows I'm an old fag and doesn't bother him. But Mark, the soccer guy, I wrote to him and I told him I'm the old fag on the radio. and didn't bother him. And anybody who looks like that is used to being like, ooh, that by men, by women, by animals, by trees, by, by flowers, tulipin, anything. You know what I mean? Anybody looks that good. Now, do you remember Mark from, uh, you, I'm sure you don't. No. Who? You, you don't even remember the Serbian stallion, for Christ's sake. Who? <laughs> 1,187 votes on the poll. Is there any doubt that we're going to get that 1,300? No. Of course not. 
Because we're legendary, man. And you, can't you feel it in the air? Is there like a lilt in my voice because of the fact that, that we got the Dolphin games back on again? Yeah, and that, that must be it. this week or next week for another 400 years on the air and all that other good stuff. I should probably give the details of that new deal that we're working on right now, but I better not. Not a good idea. Till, till it's inked, you know. I, now, are you upset about that thing? No. Because you're not going to have to be the one that does that Friday stuff. In fact, it's going to be it's going to be a benefit for you too. I wouldn't be surprised if you have off on Fridays in the uh, last I couple of years. If I lived that long, what? I wouldn't be surprised. Well, there you go, and you're not going to lose a dime. And I'm sure I'm sure that by that time you'll still be making the same big bucks you're making now. Probably. Not anymore, of course, but yeah, you know, nothing's perfect. And now a song from Alec Baldwin's 11-year-old daughter, Ireland. You are Twelve eighteen at five sixty. Oh, excuse me. What I really mean to say was twelve eighteen. Mm, that's better. At five sixty, I'll be doing. Mm, man. Speaking of berries, you know what that makes me think of? What I know. A, a movie eating a what? Berries and cream. Berries and cream. No. No. Okay. Berry, berry. What about that? You know who that was? No. That was the name of the character that Warren Beatty played in the movie All Fall Down, which you continue resisting to watch. Did I ever get that for you? No, I haven't seen it either. Hmm. 
Carl Malden. With uh, your boyfriend Brandon in it. Who? Brandon DeWilda. That's the one. He was about like 20-ish, thereabouts. Mm, Never seen it. He's all fall down. That's the only reason I like the movies. Does, um, does Warren okay, Beatty have good. big, boofy hair in it? Yeah. Hmm, what a surprise. Look it up. IMDB it. I'm going to DB it right now. Yeah. You'd like it. If you, if you want it, I'll give you that. And what was the other one I was going to get you? Oh, this one. Let me see if I can steal it first, though. Come on. Don't be stealing stuff. People are going to start all kinds of rumors about you. Too late. Oh, that's right. They already have. Twelve. What? What? Twelve something already? Twelve oh six. My God, we got an hour and forty minutes to go. We already got twelve hundred six votes. Easy thirteen today, Chris. Easy. You yep. ought to be breathing. You ought to be breathing through a ventilator right now. So easy. Supposed um, to diesel oxygen tent. Oh, okay. Now, do you know who Juan Pablo Montoya is? Race car uh, driver. See, no. I knew you'd know. George doesn't know because nope. he doesn't care about that crap either. I'm one. thinking Never about heard. famous South American political leaders over here. In, oh. Uh, NASCAR announced today it fined driver Juan Pablo Montoya. Juan Pablo Montoya. Hi, Papa Juan Pablo. Ten grand. And placed the 31-year-old rookie on probation until December 31. The Miami resident was punished for making an inappropriate gesture during a live broadcast in a Bush Series practice hmm. Thursday at Phoenix International Raceway. He made an inappropriate gesture. Probably gave the Italian salute. The old one-finger salute. I mean, can you think of any other inappropriate gesture? It's the only one I know of. I mean, there are, you know... Some... Now that I'm studying sign language, I know a whole lot. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Pervert. I can defend the death of variety of ways. Now would be a good time for you to resume those appearances, you know, on the weekends. Pick yeah. up a few extra bucks <laughs> and, and make some obscene gestures to some of these unsuspecting idiots. Good. I don't think this regime believes in appearances or the talent-making. Like right? the guy with the eyes, that idiot, yeah. and the guy with the fanny pack, that crowd. Montoya thought he made the gesture to a cameraman he has befriended who is gathering footage for an ABC documentary on NASCAR scheduled to air this summer. But Montoya wound up being caught on tape during the Speed Channel's broadcast of Bush practice. I really fa feel bad this didn't happen, he said in a statement. It was only meant as a joke to one of my friends. I completely understand NASCAR's point of view and its decision. This is more Don Imus stuff, baby. More of this politically correct crap. He, he didn't even know that the people were going to see it. It would have been if he would have whipped out his in the middle of the thing and they put it on TV or something like that, you know. He didn't think people were going to see it like that. You know what I mean? Huh? Yeah. I what kind of a name is Barry Barry for a person? I thought you were just, uh... You just hear that? See, he's, making he's talking... It huh? Who? McCain. Who cares? All these old, old, old people standing behind him in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. All these 900-year-old farts, these fossils, these human fossils. These retardos. And you know something? Those people are so old, they don't even remember that song. Bomb, 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 See, so it doesn't have any significance to them. They just thought, oh, that's a good idea. Hey, there he goes again. Good idea, Senator. You idiot. You Nazi. You lunatic. He got about as much chance of getting that nomination as you do. None. 1209 in the poll. I'm pretty impressed by that. I bet you, I bet you Chris is just crawling from it. He don't even know what that means. No. Don't don't. You? WQAM, hello. QAM. Yes? Hey, did you read about uh, those 92,000 voter pickers in Tuscaloosa that showed up for that scrimmage, college scrimmage game? There must be nothing to do at old Tuscaloosa. 
92,000 nose pickers showed up for a college uh, school. Yeah, Nick Saban, the idiot. No, oh, Nick they, Saban. They paid the 50,000 people. But, I mean, they packed the stadium for a scrimmage. I mean, you know, you know the only thing worse football. than that? What? Living is that you're Trump calling Florida? me to tell me about it. 12.09 in the pool. And good bacon, man. Can I give you, like, a little hint? About... About this or anything else that you want crisp in the microwave? Okay. See, I nuked this for about two and a half minutes. It's, it's microwavable bacon. Put on my mm. on my paper towel. I nuked it for two and a half minutes. And then, because I was sitting in here and I had to start that next bit, I, I wait about another minute. Because stuff in the microwave, even though you don't realize this, it's still cooking. Right. Am I right about that or am I just making that I think, that well, it's coasting a little bit, yeah, I think. It's what? Coasting. Coasting. Toasting? Posting. Toasting. It's toasty. It, it's nice and crisp. Mmm. It's just the way I like it. Not greasy, because what I do is I take another piece of paper towel when it's done, mm-hmm. and I absorb all the... I mat it up. You know what I mean by that? Yes. And I smear up all the fat and the oil and the grease and all that, and I get that off of there, and then I have a nice crisp, you know, with all that fat and schmutz on it. Who wants bacon with schmutz on it? All elements of American power, our military economy... Bomb, 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 bomb. McCain, get lost. You're a crazy person. Anybody with a brain larger than their thumbnail knows you're a crazy person, John. Go away. Go back to Arizona with a banjo on your knee. Go back uh, being a professional POW, okay? For another, try another 20 years till you croak. Get out of our face. Oh, that was disrespectful to Senator McCain. Good. Good. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Hey, didn't Gilmer Powell say Shazam when he used to be with uh, Rock Hudson? <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> he also said, go all right. Yeah, I bet you he did. A lot. I mean, you talk about unlikely combinations. That's like Mar- Marlon Brando and Wally Cox. Who would have ever believed that one? True story, though. Mr. Peepers. Now, did he commit suicide or something, Mr. Peepers? He just died. No, I, I think he know. committed sausages. I don't even know who that is. Wally Cox, Mr. Peepers. You ever saw that show? Little ugly guy with glasses looks like Robert Griefer, Mr. I'm, Peepers? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. If I saw him. Yeah, if you saw him, he walked you, you, in right now. Him. you don't, hey, he don't smell too good now. But. Anyway, that's an unlikely pairing. Jim Neighbors and Rock Hudson. Next thing you know, you'll be talking about Raymond Burr being gay. And then Mole calling, you know. I Raymond Burr was, was definitely gay. not gay. He was a very macho man. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, macho my ass. Go pick some dingleberries, Mo. We left that very The biggest name, the biggest name, the best talent. And your official home for Miami Dolphins. Oh, my, oh, my. Taylor passed the ball away. He scoops it up, dashes into the end zone. Sports Radio 560. QAM. <laughs> Paris at a fancy nightclub. She leaves her overcoat there. She calls to get the jacket back inside Paris's pockets. Something that is called a pocket rocket. Paris, how often do you use your pocket rocket? A lot. Uh huh. I just think it's important um, and it makes people feel better. Uh huh. You know what's something I've been doing for years since I was six? Since you were six? I love it. Do you have any other sexual devices? Two little kittens and three bags and two monkeys, too. <laughs> 12.30, I'm just finishing up the bacon. Better wash it down. 
And you know what I'm washing it down with? I don't know. Bia? No. Yeah, that would be good. Fresca. Ah. That's a little fruity. Got a little fruity taste to it. A little bit. But don't have yeah. acai in it, though. WQAM, hello. I'm just finishing up the bacon. Better wash it down. Stupid. stupid. Hey, stupid. Here. No. Yeah. WQAM, hello. <laughs> stupid is as stupid does. Come on, you can do it. Let's get let, let's get a segment here, okay, on this phone, because I know that certain people in the building love the phone, baby. They love your calls. Man, we don't. We hate them like poison. And when I say we, I'm talking about Chris and George and me and Josh and anybody with an IQ larger than the thumbnail, but nevertheless. A lot of small IQs out there, you know? Or maybe just a lot of big thumbnails. 1229 in the pool. Even George, who's a skeptic, even he admit we got the 1300 licked. We got it licked? What? WQAM, Hello. Neil. Yes. What's happening? What do you got? What's up with your signal? Not bad again, is it? It sucks. Well, that's nothing new. We know that. Hey, have you noticed that a lot of the, uh, like, Dontrell Willis and a lot of the pitchers are wearing... Not interested in pitchers, not interested in catchers, not interested in baseball. Don't care about sports on this show, okay? You know that. I know that. So take your negativity somewhere else. Take it across the street over there, okay? And talk to Sid the Kid that don't got any show to run off to now since I'm got his ass fired. Take it over there. Take it out of town. Take it and put it on a Greyhound bus uh, and make everybody else happy. In fact, you get on the bus with it. How's that? WQAM, hello. I have a small appendix. It's very hard. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Um, I was wondering, uh, have you read any good books lately? No. Have you seen any good documentaries? No. All right. Well, you should always check out the corporation if you ever get any time. No chance. Oh, bye. Have I read any good books lately? Oh, oh. I'd rather go back and read about the uh, the poison berries or whatever it was all about. You're a crazy person, sir. You read any good books lately? I don't read books. I save my eyesight for looking and oogling at real hot-looking people. That's what I. That's what I use my eyesight for. I go down there in the mall, and I go, like that. That's right. I start breathing real heavy and getting emotional. That's right. Like I was going like to get a gigantic vat of heavenly hash and take a bath in it, jackass. WQAM, hello. Boy, that, that, now that might catch the last one, too, before that. That would be bad. Because I want to make sure they get the, um, <clears throat> have you read any good books lately? I want to make sure they get that. I'm choking on the bacon, by the way. Yeah. And you're the one that talked me into it. Oh, good. It's good for Look you. Look at that. One, two, three, four, man. One, two, three, four. That's what we got on the poll. 1,234. How often do you see that? Once in a blue moon. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Good. Hey, a little while ago, you all were talking about um, Shazam Saturday morning cartoon? Yes. Um, you can go to YouTube and punch up, and you can see the Shazam intro. Really? Yeah. Go you can see just about anything on there, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I've I, I looked at all my old uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, having flashbacks. So, okay, I'll check it out. Just put Shazam intro. Okay. And they'll do the intro. All right, Neil, take it easy. Thanks, Pally. Shazam, Shazam. And I'm talking about Rock Hudson and uh, Jim Neighbors because Yay. all those rumors, Yay. they got married Yay. and they were doing this Yay. and Hanky Spanky Yay. and Spanky the Hanky Yay. and all that other stuff. 
What's it to you? Why would anybody care, you know? Hmm? Why would anybody care about that? That's what I, I just don't understand that. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Do you think the Detroit Red Jackets are going to beat the Buffalo Bruins? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. And the Toronto make-believes, too, yeah. Make-believes might go all the way. WQAM, hello. Wally Hennessy is my boyfriend, and I post. <laughs> oh, that must be Dan Capello on the phone. Open up the rail there, Wally. Danny's coming through. Don't start with the harness racing stuff, okay? That's bad. Wally's a good guy. He's, uh, you know, he likes this show. He likes me. He used to come to the hockey games. How's it going, eh? He's a typical uh, Canuck, you know. And then he always wonders why I rip him on the ear. Because I, I tore up a lot of tickets betting on you, Wally. You're a good guy, and, uh, you know, once in a while you win a race. But then again, every every dog has its day. Isn't that what they say? Look at John McCain. We work just for you. Yeah, no thanks. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. We're going to keep on, keep on, keep on. WQAM, hello. Neil, thank God yeah. it's Wednesday, last day of school, FIU. And Is it? I'm going to get to listen to you every day and not go to class for like a week until summer school. Isn't that great? Excellent. Boy, boy, your life has been enriched now, man. Hey, you know what? You know that the admissions office at FIU goes around the whole day doing your sound bites of your show and stuff? Really? Yeah, it sounds like uh, the Neil Rogers show at like from three to four and stuff. Excellent. Well, that goes to show you it's an institution of higher learning. I knew that. I know some very bright people that graduated from FIU. It's an institution of higher yearning, baby. Mostly perverts, which is what I like the best. 1237. Now, you tell me that Professor Jack Kirshner is dead. You told me yes, that. Yes, is yes, he? yes. I don't think yes, so. Yes, yes. He's, he's the yes. guy, El Professor, yes. who gave us yes. the uh, Italian lesson. That's right. He died. I bought him that silly yes. bottled water that our friend Sal Falcone. Yes. Next, you're going to be telling me that Sal Falcone yes. is dead, too. That no. would be bad. No. no. Do we know that. He, are you sure? I don't know. No. No. <laughs> El Professor. He was a good guy. And he loved when I'd open up the uh, vet there, the back of the vet, and give him that uh, cases of that bottled water. He loved that. I still pay him a lot of money to teach us uh, Italiano. And I know my three words now. Uno, due, tre, quattro, cinque. And that's about it. I know a couple of words. That, that, you know something? If I weren't diabetic, that's where I'd be right now. In, in Rome. Talk about ice cream. Forget about ice cream. Gelato. Gelato misto. And, of course, all the pizzas and uh, pasta. And, oh, man. Now, next time you go to Rome, George, be sure, and I'll give you where the uh, places where to go. Okay. WQAM, hello. Hi, Rod! WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hello. Neil? Yes. Potato kugel. <laughs> don't be knocking potato kugel. You don't even know what the hell it is. Have you ever had potato kugel? Me? Yeah. Uh, can't say that I have. And I wasn't knocking it either. I was just knocking that guy. when it's nice and crispy, when it's when it's it sounds like good. a little bit too much. Oh, I like potatoes, man. as you know. You could take them yeah. or leave them, but I'll take them. Well, trust me when I tell you, potato kugel, I try. You know, in German, kugel is cone, as in like ice cream cone. Well, see, there you go with the ice cream again. Why do you keep doing that to me? I uh, want you dead. WQAM, hello. I'm Ross Shader. Ross, can I take your order, please? WQAM, hello. Jack, listen to me. WQAM, hello. How's it going? Okay. Yes. Um. Yes. 
I was wondering, do you guys give away any type of tickets or prizes? We, we don't give away anything, okay? We give away Traffic free tickets, information, okay? Parking tickets. We give away nothing, yeah. We give you a uh, ticket for a bad call. Yeah, ticket up your ass if you bend over. Ticket up his ass? Wrecked him. Wow. Don't stand up. It might fall out, Pally. Do we give away any tickets? No, we don't give away any tickets. Back in the day, we used to give away tickets and all these freeloaders who never, ever would call a show. Idiots like you, sir, would call them. Oh, can we have the free tickets? Can we have... Like like the free ticket lady, for crying out loud, which I'm not going to play the whole thing, but just... Uh, there she is. W-I-O-D. Hello? Ticket Central. Hello, can I have the tickets, please? See, there you go. She didn't even know what the tickets we were giving away, okay? Just some old bag. And I'm sure she's dead by now, because that was W-I-O-D. Boy, that was a long time ago. Let's, let's reminisce about WIOD. Not. We, we hit our moments. I can't remember what the hell they were. You remember any good ones other than the food? I'll tell you one thing, man. We sure had the food coming in. Oh, yeah. That was dangerous. Chris would Boy. be dead by now. That is correct. If I, even if I was down there right now, see, because I know how to do that much better than you guys. Much better. Oh, I know. Remember the one time I was down there a couple of years ago, and we got all the stuff from Corky's. We got the potato mm-hmm. pancakes, and we got all other the uh, what well, well, and the brisket, a tasket, a tisket. Let me have some brisket. I like or tisket, a tasket. Let me check out your basket, Farage. But anyway, it's just a mirage. Oh, look at the crowd is going nuts. Right, McCain Senator just said ooga booga, ooga booga, ba 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 ba. Whatever he said, then they're all going ah, the boy John, you're the best. He's almost as good as Ross Piro, you know. Not as goofy looking, but almost, with that big puffy cheek of his, you know. 1,244 votes on the poll. 13 is in. Since I went to Congress to testify, W made me fire. Those eight clerks now I'm losing my job to one of my clerks. It's hard to swallow that boy. It's hard to swallow that boy. I went and deleted my email. Now my career is going to hell. It's hard to swallow that boy. It's hard to swallow that boy. I'm so Twelve forty-five. All the yahoos all the time, baby. That's America for you. A bunch of nose picking rednecks. That's America, and uh, congratulations to you. Oh, look at that, Senator McCain and Larry King live tonight. Wow, isn't that an exclusive? That should put a feather in Larry's ass in his bag. Twelve hundred forty-nine votes on the poll. I bet you we got over twelve fifty. I'm clicking that view current thing one more time. View currents, and there's that uh, thing that you uh, emailed me. That picture of currents. Yeah, that's them. Well, I clicked view currents, and that's what it said. Twelve hundred fifty votes. There's John McCain and his uh, wife. What do you think of her, his blonde wife? What about her? I, I don't know. What do you think? What do you just well, think Let me change the channel, man. I'm on the breasts there. Ah, he's not doing so bad for an old fart. For an old fart, he ain't doing too bad. Yeah, Probably ain't doing anything now that he's in. Let's you take know. a look at the face. Okay, e, no, wait. I just, uh, oh, God. Change your mind? She just, yeah. She just wants to change your fart. Oh, my God. I don't think that's a real face. What are you looking at? What channel? Her. I'm on CNN. She's wearing a pink dress. Yeah, I think a that's pink the, dress. She's got she's something very, very wrong with her nose and forehead. I think it was oh. a surgery gone wrong or a horrible accident. Well, see, her nose is where his left cheek used to be. Oh, is that it? Like a little graft on the rack. Maybe she donated some, uh, you know, bone material because from her face. Because graft is his middle name. A three-drug yeah. combination used for lethal injections in Florida and 36 other states does not reliably execute inmates and may leave them feeling pain as they die. University of Miami Medical School researchers found in a study released this week. A little bit of pain. 
Lethal injection protocols are not adequate to ensure a predictable, painless death, the researchers wrote in the journal Public Library of Science and Medicine. I wonder if they assured a public death when the people that they killed died. You think so? I don't know. I doubt it. In other words, were they killed lightly or not? Unlikely. In fact, inmates put to death by lethal injection may get less anesthetic, pound for pound, to knock them unconscious and dead in pain than do animals euthanized in lab experiments, the study concludes. How do we know that... La- that Animals euthanized in lab experiments or euthanized when we put them to sleep, how do we know that they get enough, uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Tiny. Maybe they just, you know, maybe they just threw his ass right in the fire. There you go, Tiny. Bye-bye. How do, how do we know that? I don't know. Because we're not there to hear the screams as they're getting fried. You know what I'm saying? We absolutely pay more attention to how we kill animals than humans, said co-author Teresa Zimmers, an assistant research professor of surgery. Well, that potato girl sounded really good, especially overcooked just a little bit so it's nice and crispy and brown on the outside. Mmm. Wow. The study comes as Florida re-examines its lethal injection methods after the botched execution of convicted murderer Angel Diaz in December. Diaz lived for 34 minutes and needed two doses of fatal drugs because the technicians who inserted the intravenous tube missed his vein. Oh, God. Now, you could be playing Carly Simon, and you're so vain right now. That'd be Coming a right bad taste. They missed the vein. It's like when you go to get blood drawn, and some of these techs, you know, some of these fat old bitches, and they're like, oh, they're poking around, and maybe they got the vein, and maybe not. Maybe they stab you right in the middle of the arm. Bitch. You can always tell when you deal with a sadist, you know, when they've drawn blood. Some of them do a really professional, wonderful job. And some of them are trying to inflict as much pain as they can. I can't hear it. It's up all the way. That's all oh. I got. Well, and that's good. I don't want to step on Carl. It starts soft. He walked into the party. A special commit. Can you believe that she was married to that annoying, what's his name? James Taylor. James Taylor. Uh, here's the new poll. Republicans, Giuliani, 32, McCain, 19, Fred Thompson, 10, Romney, 9, Gingrich, 8. That just came in the poll. Republican choice for the nominee, Giuliani, 32, McCain, 19. He hasn't got a Chinaman's chance in purgatory, baby. I'll tell you that right now. And with that bomb, 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 they're going to hang that around his neck like an albatross. A special commission told Governor Charlie... Oh, God. No, Charlie Yay. Chris last month that the state should rethink the drugs, dosages, and tra- training it uses. Chris staff didn't respond to questions for comment about the new study. That's Miss Chris to you. Florida injects inmates with sodium pentothal to anesthetize them. What I just say? Anesthetize. Well, I just had that bacon. You know, it makes you have like a right. thick tongue. It's like when you chew ice. Have you ever chewed ice and tried to talk? Yeah. Followed by the muscle paralyzer pancuronium bromide O. Pancuronium bromide O to stop breathing. Then potassium chloride to stop the heart. Boy, a lot of drugs. The dosage of each drug is supposed to be large enough to kill inmates alone. But the study of 49 executions in North Carolina and California found that a few inmates lived 18 minutes or more needed extra drugs. Oh, more drugs, please. Also, the dose of anesthetic per pound was sometimes only half the amount given to kill dogs, pigs, and other animals in medical experiments. Well, that's not nice. Florida and the other states employed the same drugs used in the first lethal injection in 1977. Oklahoma chose the drugs based on the opinion of the state's medical examiner, who later changed his mind. (laughs) He changed his mind. It's like that thing I talk about. Deciding to commit suicide by jumping off a, a balcony on a high floor, and you get about halfway down. Oh, I think I changed my mind. Sorry, 
No chance. Death penalty opponents said the new study backs their calls to scrap lethal injections, saying the results show a possibility for cruel and unusual punishment. No one knows what these drugs do. There's been virtually no scientific review and medical evidence on the lethal injection process, said Mark Elliott, president of Floridians for Alternatives to the Death Penalty. But death penalty advocates, uh, can, uh, advocates contend the results spring from flawed data. The drugs clearly kill and render inmates unconscious, even if the process takes a few minutes longer than expected, said Michael Rushford, president of the Criminal Justice Legal Foundation in Sacramento. What a wonderful city that is, by the way. Ever been there? You'd like it. Okay. No, and uh, okay. Never been I don't there. think about the public worry. I, I don't think the public worries too much about Jeffrey Dahmer feeling a little sting, said Rushford. First of all, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't get executed. He got killed in the slammer. So what is this jackass talking about? He favors abandoning lethal injections and switching to carbon monoxide gas. Just put him in the garage and, you know, take a long Cube. stick it on the, uh, gas, on the uh, rear, on the uh, thing, on the exhaust. No, Jeffrey Dahmer was killed in jail. Right. So what is he talking about if he feels like an extra little sting? Yeah, sting this, you jackass. Another one of these murderers, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's kill a bunch of people. Which is very American, and I'm sure everybody agrees with him. Let's kill a bunch of people. In fact, like that Cho guy, if they would have just they said, hey, here's a crazy person, let's kill him, you know, that would have been saved 32 lives because he wound up dying anyway. Don't you think that's a good idea? Sounds great. Well, let's pass a bill. Let's find somebody with the balls to do that. Got crazy people? Then just uh, kill them. All, all mm-hmm. much better for the best of us. 1,258 votes on the poll. Let's take a puke at how it's going. Don't forget, we got the boys out there. The boys of summer, baby. The sports guys, Mad Dog and the Humper. I wonder who's eating the most food out in that joint. They're out at Dolphin Camp. Now, let me ask you, Chris, do you, uh, have you been out there? In the last week, no. No, I don't mean the last week. I mean ever. Yeah, I've been out there. Well, you don't sound all whipped up about it. Um, going there for press conferences during the Nick Saban era wasn't anything wonderful. So. Well, is there like free food for the press and stuff or just uh, nothing? I think on Wednesdays they would order pizza. Otherwise, it was like, you know, they had like a fridge with water and maybe sodas in it. Water and soda? And an enema bag? A, a blueberry enema? I don't know about that. How about an acai enema? Mm, that sounds really... Wow. Can you imagine what that could do to your kishkis? Really, really do an inner cleansing. You know, these guys that are into these high colonics, man... And there are uh, a lot of young yeah. guys in that whole deal. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what that's all about. It has something to do with Chew, something, all that. Depends I'll on what you use, I think. On that. What if they use berries and cream? That could be in the bag, too. 1,261 votes on the poll. Let's take a look at how we're doing. And don't you forget to change it now because it's Woodbine Wednesday. I, won't. I, I, now, I don't know if I'm excited about this or not. About what? Did I go, la- did I go last week? Yes, you did. And lost my ass. You lost all your check, you said. I what? You lost all your tax check. Yeah, right. You know something? You need you need serious assistance. You really do. Did I, I told you how much my tax refund check was, right? Correct. And if you think I lost even like ten percent of that, you think I'm that I'm that much of a crazy person? I might be, but I don't I don't stick around that long. When things ain't going well, I run for the dough, and I say no mo. Yeah, I lost my tax refund. Yeah, I lost $50 million there last week. Whatever Chris wants to make up, okay? Idiot. Okay. 1,261 votes. What drew you to South Florida? It sure wasn't Chris, I'll tell you that. I was born here. That's my excuse. 335. 
Oh, we just one other chunk, I think. I don't know. Worker business, 192. I don't live there, thank Neil God, 164. I should have reached over and gone. Thank Neil God! But I'm too lazy to do that. I just had that extra bacon. Now, bacon actually isn't really bad for you, I don't think. Other than the nitrates and the nitrites, all the cancer-causing stuff. Other than that, the weather drew them there, 151. Certainly not the people, 108. Not the people! My parents dragged me here, 81. Remember how that wasn't even on there? And one of our very astute WB, the uh, whoever he is, faxed that in. Thank you, WB. You're okay in our book. You're no Farage, but then again. I escaped from Cuba, Haiti, etc., 57. Marriage, 51. A vacation, 28. Commitment to a mental institution, 22. Like most of our callers ought to be. It's going to start getting pretty crowded in there. The beach is 18. The people, 16. A lost bed, 14. A prison sentence, 14. The nightlife, five. The wildlife, four. And a convention or trade show, still that one poor schlepper who's still stuck there. He's like Charlie on the MTA. Now, didn't you once once upon a time, the Kingston Trio, did you ever find that? Or did I just yeah, I found it. You weren't dreaming. You did find that. Charlie and the MTA. And for those of us who lived in Boston a hundred years ago, we know what that's all about. Moose leader has won. Natasha and I no longer have to look for Moose and Squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Fair and Balance one to two hour. <laughs> Children reaches for cereal and fruit. Macarena. 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 Well, I tell you, has he got a personality or what, huh? Er, long yeah, box. 102 at 560 WQAM. Uh oh, one trooper shot this morning in New York has died. You see that thing they're looking for the, yeah. the uh, gunman? More, more shootings. More crazy people with guns. 1,280 votes on the poll. Let's get a whole slew of calls in here this hour. I got my shirt on. I got my pantaloons on. It's Woodbine Wednesday. I'm going to go there and win my ass this afternoon. Whatever that means. You know what that means, win your ass? You've heard of lose your ass, so why can't you win your ass? I suppose. I never thought about it. Yeah. Or win somebody else's ass. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil, wondering... Now, since uh, the station's got the Dolphins back, can you still play your Dolphin song? Or Why not? Do they, do they can that? Why not? Well, just wondering, Neil. Because basically, uh, you know, we're trying to listen to it in the stalls in Westland Mall. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's where you spend all your time, schmuck. 5670560. So pathetic, baby. Another one of your people, man. Get back on a banana boat and get lost. Take a hike. Go paddle as fast as you can, okay? Do us a big service. Doing the limbo rock under the tea room stalls there on Westland. 
You fairy. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. Oh, where has it been? Where has it been? Right there. It hasn't gone anywhere. We've got 1280 already, and we only need 20 more votes for 1300. I think Chris is probably slumped back in a chair. He slumped forward, actually. But then again, what's new about that? He's probably leaning over on the board. People are slumped way further forward than he is right now. So. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. Let's have an hour that they'll remember forever. Okay, put it in the record books. What do you think? Any chance? No. Yeah, well, what, sure. What are you making the sounds like that about? Oh, I'm sorry. That was a uh, burp. Yeah, such a skeptic, man. You'll see. You'll see. There'll be a call this hour. Maybe not a real one, but there'll be a call. WQAM. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Why does um God hate Muslims? Ask him. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. You know what I miss? Rick and Suds, Ron and Ron, and soon when you're gone, I'll be missing you. Yeah, soon. Yeah, that's what you think. WQAM, hello. Banker. Yeah, that guy's going to be in the. Uh, he's going to be in the ground long before I'm gone. I just signed another forty-year extension. Okay, schmuck. WQAM, hello. Hey, tell us about Brady Quinn, Neil. What about him? Tell us about Brady Quinn. He's a guy, yeah. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes? Is this the radio station? What station are you calling, sir? Uh, WQAM. That's the one. Okay, uh, do you think you could check the antenna or the computer? Because I lost the signal. You lost the signal, yeah, huh? That doesn't sound like all he's lost. Yeah. Well, sounds I like, lost, lost, sounds you lose like your you lost your marbles. Too. I just lost my signal right now. So. Yeah, you, you lost your signal. Let me ask you, how's Joel Feinberg doing? You sitting on Joel's lap now or what? Who? Yeah, Daddy. How's your sugar daddy doing? Five six seven oh five sixty. Now, what kind of a signal are we putting out today? Are we really putting out a bad signal again, or is this oh, just more? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, you to find out. what do you mean try to find out? If somebody was listening, they would tell us. Is that what you're saying? Or we can try and tune it in someplace or something like that. Tune it in someplace, like in the building? Are you a yeah, crazy yeah. person or what? <laughs> try to tune it in. I know. Of course Let me try to done. tune in. Let me go in the living room on my radio and tune in and see what's mm-hmm. coming in. I'll sit here and tune a fish. I'll tune w- in WQAM, hello. Let's go, Panthers! WQAM, hello. Oh, he got me going. Are they going to have 12 hours of draft coverage this weekend? 15. Sammy, can you hear me, Sammy? 15. Sammy, can you hear me, Sammy? WQAM, hello. Hi. Chris yes. Myers had an interview with Brady. Yeah, okay, I'm glad to hear it, okay? And why don't you try a different voice beside that phony rednecky one, you know? You are so bad, man, so bad. Not just annoying, but bad annoying. There's good annoying, and then there's bad annoying, and you're bad. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes. Yeah, you were talking about John McCain's wife? Yeah. Yeah, she went to Baghdad and had her facial surgery, let everyone know everything was cool over there. I see. Didn't help. In fact, it looks like she ought to have a bag dead over the head. Five six seven oh five sixty. Police have found nothing to link Cho and the thirty-two victims. He's just a a crazy guy with guns, lots of them, baby. And that's the name of that tune. WQAM. Hello. Neil, you don't have to worry about me. I'm one of your. Good, good, good. Okay, good. WQAM. Hello. Yes. Hey, Neil. Yeah. 
I'm in Lake Worth. You're coming in wall to wall, okay? And no go, problems. Go, go, Dennis Kucinich. Get these bozos. Get them out of here. Okay. Thank you. Get them out of here. Okay. Get them. There's a guy from Lake Worth. He's hearing us loud and queer, okay? So all you people that want to stir up the pot again, try. I, I don't really care. I don't care if they can't hear us next door at KFC, you know, or across the street with those old people in that building, you know. I don't really care. Do you? What? Exactly. Oh, give the rat's ass. That, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm not expressing myself really well. What's it got to do with berries and cream? That's right. What's it got berries to do with acai? Berries and cream. What's it got to do with acai and with... Ay, Papa Juan Pablo. That crap. WQAM, hello. Al Sharpton is monitoring this radio show. Good. <laughs> Good. WQAM, hello. Oh, man. Oh, that was Viraj, my friend. WQAM, hello. Hello. WQAM, hola. Hey, I'm one of your people. WQAM, hello. Hi, and with... Hi, Papa Juan Pablo. Oh, what did I tell you? So you didn't believe me, did you? No, and I still don't. WQAM, hello. No, I don't. Good. Uh, I don't know how you deal with it. I'm out here. I work with... Uh, how I deal with callers. what? <laughs> with the callers and the nonsense. When you're talking about topics that people really need to hear about, I'm out here. I work with uh, Dave the Cop, one of the frequent callers to your show. Oh, I'm so sorry, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just don't know how you deal with it. We're out here dealing with these people, but for you to pick up call after call after call is unbelievable. But well, I let me ask you, you this. Do you think it affects my paycheck? <laughs> no, not at all. That's all I and care I'm glad about. they tell you to keep you. But uh, okay. I'm just glad you're there. I like listening to you. You always got the right word. Appreciate it. Don't get Okay. Up. See ya. See, I'd rather hear, uh, you know, I mean, he was okay, but too much of a little uh, kissy-kissy, you know what I mean? Nothing wrong with a little kissy-kissy. Sometimes too much kissy-kissy is a little... Uh... 1291 mm -hmm. on the pool. We're going to get to 13, 1292. You see that? And then I can sit back in a chair. And, uh, I got my pants on and my shirt. And I think during this next break, even my shoes. Rosie's time to go. Look at that. Leaving the view. This is news in America, okay? This is news. People are blowing each other away. Huh? Unbelievable. Like I said, like crazy. They're dropping like flies. We got a bunch of Nazis running the government. Corruption is rampant, and they're worried about Rose time to go on CNN. And they got a bunch of sh shrieking banshee broads on here. Oh, there's Brooke Anderson, the entertainment correspondent. Marginal at best. And there's Rosie, sub-marginal at worst. Her contract when it expires in June. And she really downplayed the news, Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne. Oh, it's Suzanne Malvo. Do you know anybody else who's named Suzanne? I've heard of Suzanne. Right. No, I don't I remember Suzanne. Suzanne. Wasn't it, what was that song by Terry Gilkison? Wasn't it always Marianne? Sorry. Remember that? Terry Gilkison and the Easy Riders on Columbia Records, 1958? But nevertheless. No. What a memory I got for crap, you know what? In fact, I would say my memory is for crap. Yeah, we're supposed to be worried about, oh, it came down to contract issues, not because she's a hateful, nasty sow and everybody hates her like poison, including all the other broads on that show. And what are they going to do with Star Jones? I guess they couldn't fit the two oh, together. Oh, they got rid of her a long time ago. I know, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they'll have to bring her fat ass back to fill up those three chairs. 
1294 on the poll. By the time we come back from this very important break, we're going to have over 1,300 votes. And then, then Joel will be, have his high, head in his hand. The Lord even loves Neil Rogers. I thought Christianity was fairy tale. This religious thing was not for me. They held a big convention. They let me in for free. I had no idea what I was about to see. They were speaking in tongues. That made me a believer. It was kind of fun to stick it out of my mouth. Speak in tongues. They got me believing my tongue is weaving from side to side. The Lord will now embrace me I clap my tongue to the beat Now whatever I do He'll forgive me Cause now I speak in tongues But that makes me a believer And I'm having fun Playing around with my mouth Now I speak in tongues Making sounds with your mouth, baby That's what life is all about Making sounds with your mouth Sorry, Joyce 117 at 560 WQM. Let's get a zigging calls in this hour. What do you say? We're on a really roll, so a really bit of a roll, ain't we? Yeah, a dinner roll. A kind of a, a jelly roll? Breakfast roll. I like those ice cream cake rolls, though, at Carvel. I'll bet. Mm. Cookie puss. Carvel sucks, let's face it, okay? Look, I think I had one of their ice cream cakes 100 years ago at a party when I was a little kid, and I don't Industrial remember Industrial strength. Yeah, hard as a rock. Right, there, there you go. Hard as a rack. 1309, by the way, Chris, on the pool. I bet you're, like, jumping up and down for joy, and you could use the exercise, too. That means I can live today? Oh, you, there, there, you never got threatened today. We'll save that for tomorrow. All right, cool. If we don't get 2,000 votes tomorrow, Chris gets the, uh, he gets the gas, and George is going to bend over and give it to him. I say, you mean not from George? The gas, that is. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular wireless line. What are we going to do about Rosie leaving the view? That's, of course, what everybody's going to be talking about, the water cooler. Not. Nobody cares. John McCain made it official. Was there any doubt he was going to run? No. What's the big deal? Did it belong on the... Was it a news story? No. See, a news, to me, means like something we didn't know. That's it. That's news. Uh, new. New information. Right. As opposed to olds. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Wireless line. QAM. Nobody QAM, hello. Kenny and Bo is the worst radio I've ever, the worst I've ever heard. Yeah. As our friend uh, Larry King once said. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd rather listen to uh, David Gold on acid. <laughs> oh, there's a little uh, promotional material for our morning show. It's going anyway, I'm sure of that. I'd bet a lot of money on that. I mean, nobody's that crazy you're going to leave that on. Five, six, seven. That's why they had Yoli on this morning. Like I said, last nails in the coffin. Close the door. Or close the lights. However that goes. Don Meredith. See, I can't even sing it no more. Turn out the lights. Close the, the lights. Over. Turn out the lights. The party's over. Well, something like that. 
Now, you don't remember Dandy, Dandy Don Meredith, do you? You're not that I don't remember seeing him, but I've seen, you know, old footage of him on that. Highly movie. overrated. Cosell made that whole thing. Frank Gifford was a dullard, okay? He, he was like uh, a dullard. Play-by-play play my ass, you know. He, he was just a goofball. Cosell made the whole thing. In fact, when Dave Johnson calls in a week from Friday, George, be sure we talk a lot about Howard Cosell. He'll hang out. He up. always loves that, yeah. Oh, he hates him. WQAM, hello. Even in death, he hates him. QAM, hello. My name is Joe. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, good afternoon, sir. Good um, afternoon, sir. Yeah, I was listening yesterday, and at, uh, towards the last half hour of your program, you were reading that article uh, concerning the, uh, I think it was the Christian uh, military or whatever. I looked at your website uh, yesterday and this morning, and I, I don't see it on there. Is it posted there? The story about Blackwater? Mm -hmm. I'm positive it's on there somewhere. Okay. Well, if I'll, not, I'll if look not just uh, look up. I think it was on the Nation website, I believe. On the which web website? The, na the Nation very good. I'll look again. Okay. T-H-E-N-A-T-I-O-N. L-M-S. How's that go? Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. L-S-M-F-T. W-D-Q-A-M. Hello. Putz. 5670560. Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular wireless line. W-D-Q-A-M. Hello. That's me. You got it. You got it, Pally. Arrivederci. WQAM, hello. Rocky Road, MySpace, Ice Cream, Serbian Stallion. <laughs> Sounds like jealousy to me, baby. Sounds like real jealousy to me. Where's that Serbian Stallion, by the way? Mm. I'll give up ice cream for that. WQAM, hello. Hey, what's going on, Neil? Yes, sir. I wanted to perhaps you caught the Tonight Show last night. That Bill I don't watch the Tonight Show, sir, under penalty of death. Well, do you, what do you think about Bill Mayer? Hate him. Oh, really? Well, His name isn't Bill Mayer either. It's Bill Maher, but nevertheless. Okay, I stand corrected. I just uh, had uh, just the one point he brought up that I think uh, bears some listening. Uh, he talked about the Virginia Tech thing, and he said uh, a victim is somebody that's involuntarily placed into harm's way, and a hero is voluntarily placed into harm's way. And why the, all the troops in Iraq aren't given the same... A claim that these victims from Virginia. Well, that's pretty profound, sir. Only everybody else in the world, including yours truly, has talked about that. But nevertheless, bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. They're human sacrifices, is what they are. And I don't need Bill Maher, some little twerp on the Jay Leno show, to tell me all about that. He's a professional media whore. He hasn't got a damn thing original to say. Everybody and their brother knows that. And I don't want any more quotes from Bill Maher on this show. I don't want to mar the Neil Rogers show with any more swill from Bill Maher. Or Mayor, as this guy says. Mayor. I know, uh, what's his name? Bob Mayer. Is he still sitting on phone books on the weekends, or did they fire his ass finally? I haven't seen him in a while, but... Channel 4. Bob Mayer. I don't watch as much as I used to. He was, he was, I guess, the last survivor, you know, after they uh, screwed over Bob Weaver, and then he died. See, that's what happens in this business. They screw you over, they discard you like yesterday's rubbish, and then you croak in early death. And that's what happened to our good friend Bob Weaver. What a great guy. And now Bob Mayer there, if you're telling me we don't... And, and what was that thing from What's-Her-Name, speaking of fat, on Channel 6? Kelly Craig, remember what, that? What about her? Orson Welles? No, she loves me. Don't you remember that uh, KJ's wife sent me a thing about that, uh, MySpace yes. place? We love her, too, so lose some weight, Kelly. Yeah, we love you, too, Kelly. We'd like to have you stay alive. So at least get under 300 this month, and then we'll work on 250 next. 
I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen her in a long time. And who the hell am I to talk about people being fat? Like Rosie, you know? I'll talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. How do you like that? So put it in your peace pipe and smoke it. Smoke it. Smoke this. Okay, let's take a look at that poll now. 1,313 votes on the poll. What drew you to South Florida? Oh, now, somebody uh, also, that, that, that person who claims to be, you know, Miami with a palm tree, who was giving me a lecture about Keith Olbermann the other day, and just apologized, uh, you know, because I, I didn't know about the Barack Obama comments. Because this person was also on vacation while I was on vacation, probably stalking me in Amsterdam or something like that. But, you know, rather than just have a palm tree on there, wouldn't it be nice to make up a phony profile or at least put some kind of a stupid name on there as opposed to having a profile Miami with a palm tree? Here's a message from Miami, you know. But anyway, they said, because I, uh, I escaped from New York would be a good choice on there, huh? You think that's good? Sure, why not? Escape from New York. Or got tossed out of New York. There's some people in that category I can think of. What drew you to South Florida? I was born here. That's my excuse, 348. Work or business, 202. I don't live there. Thank God. Thank God. 168. The weather, 155. Certainly not the people, 110. Not. My parents dragged me here, 93. I escaped from Cuba, Haiti, etc., 60. Marriage, 51. Vacation, 29. Commitment to a mental institution, 23. The beaches, 18. The people, 16. Not the people, 110. The people, <coughs> 16. Now, anybody who says they came to South Florida for the people, uh, those 16, probably went for a bitter disappointment, wouldn't you think? Oh, gee, I guess I made a mistake. Oop. A lost bet, 15. A prison sentence, 14. The nightlife, 5, and I'm still looking for it. The Wildlife for and a convention or trade show. Now we're up to two. Maybe that guy found a boyfriend. We're up to a pair. Convention or trade show. 1,317. I bet you we could have made 14 if Chris and I would have really put the pedal <laughs> in the middle. But, you know, not on a Wednesday, not in the middle of the week, you know. Too much pressure. I don't want no pressure. I've got enough pressure coming this afternoon. Punching in <laughs> machines, man. Searching for a good machine. Oh, God. Nothing like a queen looking for a... Good machine. This is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. There's a brand new game all the kids are learning to play now. In every big city all across the U.S. of A now. It's called Get Yourself Some Hardware and Blow the Other Fellow Away Now. They've all got guns, guns, guns Out there on the streets today Guns, guns, guns Out there on the streets today She's got a newsie, she brought it in to show him down now Billy brought his lunch and a 38 special to sell now They can terrorize a teacher and she'll let him out before the bell now They've got guns, guns, guns out there on the streets to kill Out there on the streets to kill <laughs> Boys and girls, you can make like a green beret now Be the first kid on your block that the cops come and carry away now So what if Johnny can't read? He can still join the NRA now they got guns, 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 they can all blow each other away. Guns, 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 mayhem. Yeah, they've got guns, 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 out there on the streets today. Guns, guns, out there on the streets today. Guns, guns, out there on the streets today. 
1929. Don't park over there, baby. You're going to get shot. That's right. Don't park in my spot. You're going to get shot. 132 at QAM. How come we're not at Dolphin Camp? Or how come you're not out there? George is doing great. Yeah, you're the expert on the uh, dolphins, ain't you? Oh. Five, six, seven, five, sixty, or at least if they had some free pizza like Chris said. Of course, he ought to know about the free food. That's right. Maybe we can bring him back to do the games. What do you say? No. Any interest? No. Uh-oh. I bet he was thinking about that. I bet you're right. Shouldn't have burned your bridges, Mo. That's bad. Shouldn't have burned your bridges or taken those uh, dentures out either. Not a good move. They hated him anyway. Real bad. That that was the rumor anyway. I think you started it. Mm-hmm. Five six seven oh five sixty, and pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. You'd be very pleased to know I got on my shirt, my pantaloons, and my shoes. All right. Shoes. My shoes. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil. How are you, buddy? Okay, sir. Hey, Neil, you were talking about the stuff. I was just diagnosed uh, probably a little less than a year ago being diabetic type 2. Uh, it's all over my family. My dad's got it, my sister, both grandparents. Um, probably doesn't help that I'm a little overweight. But I just want to turn you on to something. I, uh, I take the fish oils. I take the CoQ10. My wife is diabetic also. She looked up this stuff on the Internet called Cinebetic, and it's a water extract of, of the bark of cinnamon. And it's a small little white capsule. It's like take two a day, one in the morning and one at night, 12 hours apart. And, you know, usually your, your numbers are the highest in the morning when you get right. up from being That's warm. That's correct. Not good. That's right. 140. My sugar's coming in now about 90 in the wow. morning. So it's something you might want to check out. They got it at the health food store. It's like 15 bucks for like 90 days. Well, cinnamon is supposed to be real good for blood sugar. I talked about it a couple, a couple of years ago. What's yep. it called again? Cinnabetic? Cinnabetic. I don't know the name of the manufacturer, but I'll call you back another day when I'm home, and I'll look it up, and I'll give it to you. No, I'm going to Google it's, it. Thanks. It's awesome. Thanks a lot, Pally. All righty. Take care, okay. Neil. No ice cream, man. No ice cream today. Maybe tomorrow. How about no milk today? Don't, don't we, have, uh, we have a thing on that. What is it called? A thing? Yeah, we have a bit. A bit. Uh, About milk or ice cream? What is it? Which one, milk or ice cream? On No Milk Today by Herman's Vermin. You were just talking about Peter Noon uh, only seconds mm-hmm. ago. No no Mo Today? No something. There. Oh, gee, I can't think of what it is. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I know the real song. I don't know the bit. Toy, 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 no Mo Today? I don't know. Hey, Brian, what's that Yeah, hey, chicken that. Come on, get with it. He knows what it is. He did it. WQAM, Hello. On top of the WQAM, hello. Hey, Neely, spy report followed up with a question. I could have yeah. I just saw Duff Lindsay doing no juice today. In the back of a no Donald juice Donald. today. Doing what? Yeah, okay, next to the point. Uh, and what do you think of those Panthers, man? They're doing beautiful. <sighs> I could I could have found it if you give me a chance. Yeah, why well, didn't no, want no to? No balls. I, it's not in here. It's under OJ Dash. Oh, it's under OJ. Well, why didn't you tell me that? You were trying to give me a handicraft. That's right. I couldn't have found that. Oh, yeah, I am. oh that's just no plain no juice. Right, no the one juice right today, under though. though. It's more like that. Peter Newton, who smelled real bad. No juice today. Jodito had to we say. Jerry's gone away on a busman's holiday. No juice today. So find another way to get you through the day. Because you won't see OJ. Why don't they know how long it's going to take? Now they all go and take another break. Yeah, okay. It's not really worth listening to. How about that uh, Herman's Vermin one? Mrs. Brown, you got Mrs. Lovely, you got a brown daughter. I shouldn't have said that. Al Sharpton's monitoring. Hey, Al. Get lost, Al. Screw you. Mrs. Lovely, you got a brown daughter? 
That's the real thing too, my. I'll take this journey. Quarter with a heavy British accent makes you want to puke. Oh, fine, you're right. Five minutes, yeah. That's enough. More than enough. QAM, hello. Yes, sir. Did you see the Marlins game last night? No, I did not. I don't. I don't watch baseball, sir. Oh, well. I don't yeah. understand. The pitcher's got the baseball cap over his face. So how's he supposed to pitch the ball? Yeah. Uh huh. Boring. Not as boring as you, but very boring. Is that I'm? Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty. Now let's see. Da, 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 da. What was that song you were just playing? Don't tell me. I'm uh, Henry the Eighth. Herman's uh, yeah, Herman's Vermin. Well, see, I played all these when I was a disc jerky a hundred years ago. By the way, uh, Brandon tells me that Kelly Craig and Bob Mayer are both still on, but at times when everybody's asleep, you know. Now, that's the way they do it over there at Channel 6 and Channel 4. Although Channel 4, who the hell knows who they got on here? They still got that laughing hyena on there on Channel 4? Angela Ray? <laughs> no, no, she's gone a long time ago. Is she? No, she, but wait a minute. You see, you don't understand. She left, and then she came back again. And then she's gone again. And she's gone again? Yes. Well, that's some good news. No wonder everybody seems to be in a really good mood. WQAM, hello. Not there. QAM, hello. Hey, who's your favorite soccer team, Neil? <laughs> Whichever one uh, my boy Cristiano uh, Ronaldo is playing on. Uh, That's my favorite soccer team, schmuck. WQAM, hello. Neely, happy Wednesday yep. to you. And back to you. How's it going today? Uh, okay. Did you guys hear about that uh, road rage incident over here in Palmetto yesterday? Did you report on that? No. Oh, man, it was terrible. You know, I just thought... Uh, that definitely solidify, you know, your your negative thoughts here on South Florida. Negative thoughts about South Florida? I have none of those. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a nice day, eh? Okay. Thanks. Oh, he wasn't going to tell me what it was. He just uh, that was it, I guess. Huh? I guess that would have required a little bit too much verbal intercourse for him to actually explain to me what happened, since I told him I didn't know what the hell happened. But uh, have a nice day, eh? Well, that was pleasant anyway. Not very interesting, but very pleasant. WQAM. Hello. How many glory holes do you have at Woodbine? <laughs> About 30, man. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I was fine for Neil Rogers, and I would like to explain truly what diabetes is. And, and Oh, you're, you're too boring, man. There's no way he'd talk to you. Wow. Okay. 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 Holy moly, right, man. I'd like to explain what diabetes is, and I'm going to go through a whole Yikes. medical thing. Oh, my God. Call up Dave Van Boring at home. We'll give you his number. On television, Rosie O'Donnell stars as a retard in Riding on the Bus with My Sister to the Subway where I Beg for Change. All right, all you commuters. I'm a retard over here. Throw what you can in the box. You ain't no retard. Why, sure I am, pal. I'm like a gigant. Now get a load of this, see? I hate this place. Nothing works here. I've been standing here for seven years. The medications don't work. When I grow up, I want to look just like Jackie Gleason. Then people will forget who I am. And some black guy will steal my act. Rosie O'Donnell. Hey, look, pal. I'm retarded, see? In riding on the bus with my sister to the subway where I beg for change. Hey, Bob, look. I'm Terry Shiva. Just inside the feeding tube. I hate this place. Nothing works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. Nothing works here. I hate this place. 
Nothing works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. I hate this place. Nothing works here. I was inspired to play that because the original is always better than the uh, whatever. Yeah. I just wanted to hear it. Okay. Thirteen hundred and forty-eight votes. You know something? We definitely would have made fourteen hundred with a little push, with a little push with our friends. But who cares? I mean, it wouldn't have been, you know, no thing. And I don't think we put on there uh, Escape from New York. Did we? I don't know. Did we? I don't see it. Did Chris put it on there? Who's supposed to be putting it on there? Chris. Are you, Chris? Huh? Chris. Chris. Chris screwed up. Norma Kent. Uh, what, what, what is that? Why, why are you sending me these silly messages, Norma? Why are you sending me this crap? His brain cat scan postponed till tomorrow because his mom got brought to the emergency room, so we have to go check on her. Oh, I didn't see that part. Well, that's bad. I hope mom's okay, Norma. Wow, he's got he's got issues, I guess. But in the middle of my show, I need to get that. I mean, wouldn't that have been better at Woodbine to get something depressing like that? But that's Norma. He can be very depressing, you know. Mama had to be taken to emergency, and Norma's got uh, his brain fell out, all the stuff going on. Hmm. Not good. 1,346 votes. Now, what was I doing about escaping from New York? I was doing the show before this thing buzzed in my pocket. God, I'm sitting here. I've got it in my shirt pocket, and I'm, like, hunched against the uh, counter here, against the edge of this uh, table, this counter. Are we going to put that on there or not, Chris? I mean, I don't want to, like, exert too much effort for me. Huh? It's on there. It's on there. Huh? Let, me, let me refresh and just, I don't want to, like, doubt, be a doubting Thomas. I escaped from New York. doesn't have any. 1,353. We'd have made 14 easy. Trust me when I tell you. WQAM, hello. Hi, Norma. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? Okay. All right. Um, hey, I know it's Woodbine wood Wednesday for you, and um, I work over here at Mardi Gras Racetrack and Gaming. Yes, sir. And, uh, and we get these in Vegas Insider Gaming Magazines. And mm-hmm. I was coming through because I'm a bartender. I get bored. And it says that if you are going to gamble on the... Uh, on the slot machines to gamble yeah. the five dollar ones because they pay out at a higher rate. Just thought I'd give you a little tip. That is correct. That, that. That's true. But you also, if you get a bad machine or two, you lose a hell of you lose your ass much faster. <laughs> I see everybody in here losing their ass. So anyway, take care, Neil. Have a good day. Thanks, Pally. And wish me good luck too, sir. Oh, he's already gone. Wish me good luck, sir. I hope you find a good machine, man. No, he's right. The five dollar, the higher denomination of what you play, the greater the return, but of course, also the greater the loss. Much faster. You follow what I'm saying? What are you saying? It's just, I mean, I play once in a while, and usually I do fairly good. Pretty good. But it's not as good as, you know, if you're going to go all the way out there, it's about a half hour each way for me, and schlep all the way out. You want to kill some good time, you know. You want to sit around and get a little something for your money. A little entertainment for you losing your ass. $5 machine, you can lose two grand in about 20 minutes. Now, is that up your alley, Sally? It's not up my alley either. Okay. Chris, though, that's another story. He could handle it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular wireless line. I will say this: number one, I don't see the world coming to an end like the uh, opponents of slots predicted, and number two, I don't hear very much about it because it's a dead ass town. You know, anywhere else it'd be like excitement in the air. You could, you could feel the good vibrations, but I was just there last weekend. I didn't feel nothing. You know, very seriously, something something needs to be done about that one. Not Forget about any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Something needs to be done about that one. Oh, I'd love to do it. Okay. You're on the case. 
WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going, buddy? Okay, sir. Hey, this is uh, the quarter slot guy. I'm not calling to talk to you about that. I am calling to wish you uh, good luck on your Woodbine Wednesday. Yeah, I hope you find a good machine, man. Mm-hmm. And also, I'd like to ask your opinion. What do you think about uh, Joe Rose coming back to QAM? Take over the eight to ten slot. Come who who said Joe Rose is coming back to QAM? Well, he's got a uh, he's got a contract renewal coming up in September, and 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 Fine Feinberg says uh, the QAM's got to double his salary in order to get him away from the ticket. Yeah. So I think he should come back and take over the Bow and Mo show at the eight, eight to ten because they're killing your ratings as a station. Sounds like a plan to me, sir. Alpha, from your ears to God's uh, mouth. Isn't that how that thing works, that old saying, from your ass what to God's uh, earlobe? Something like that. 5670560. I, I haven't heard that, have you? Pound what? Pound, that rumor. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Everything, I want you people to understand, everything in this business is always a big secret. Don't you understand that? It's a big secret. Now let's see what this very important facts. Billy Goat is back on here. He says, yesterday I seen, oh, Billy Goat, I seen a special on Brady Quinn. He said, 20 minutes before every game, he drinks syrup about a third of the bottle. He's been doing that since peewee football, so we just kept doing it. So I guess if you want to get close to his heart, you got to do it with, oh, that's bad. Not funny. Not funny, Billy Goat. Very bad. Let's see. What do you think? Oh, here's a poll suggestion. On the uh, no, I'm not. There's, you know, this is weak. This is the same person I believe who sent in that fine poll we had yesterday, and now he's like, uh, you know, don't try to overdo it, okay? If at first you don't, if at first you succeed, just uh, that poll we had about uh, people overestimating their ability, yada yada. And here's the same person who sends us a bad one. What's your take on QM's recent acquisition of the rights to the? It's just, I mean, what, what's the point in that, huh? Do we care what their opinion is about QM's rights? No. Uh, it's just, uh, no. I don't know. Like, what's your opinion on the air quality? It's just terminal. So I think I'd rather talk to the guy about diabetes that called me for that coma-inducing guy. I bet you that was Dave Van Boring doing a voice. Trying to get even. 1,358 votes on our award-winning poll, and I escaped from New York still doesn't have any. Maybe it wasn't such a great idea. Or maybe the 1,300 of those 1,358 would have said that. You think? It's possible. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I just got through eating a German chocolate uh, blizzard at Dairy Queen. Have you ever had one of those? No. Oh, it's great. It's worth dying for. Is it? Have another one. Have another one. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. And I was just wondering if you had any inside picks on the Derby. You know, I'm a fairly new listener. I didn't know if you – I know you go to Woodbine all the time. I didn't yeah. know if you I don't, I don't watch uh, that crap. But Dave Johnson will be calling next Friday, and every year we talk about the Derby and who we pick. And I'll do a little homework on it. I have, I have no idea. Okay. Thanks. Just, just let me tell you one thing, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. Remember I told you this. A fool and his money are soon parted. <laughs> Good luck, Pally. Appreciate it. True. It's the truest thing I ever told you people out there. A fool and his money are soon parted. When you're making the big bucks like some of us, okay, like, oh, that's right. Then you can go out there and plunge your guts out and have a little bit of fun. But when you're a schlepper like Chris or George, for example, keep it close. Keep it in your wallet. Keep that baby closed. That means stay single. I'm, I'm just, that's just my best advice. You know, I'm not telling mm-hmm. people not, not to go and plunge their guts out, but just do it very lightly. Play the nickels, man. Play the pennies. Play the two-penny machine. What's that got to do with the Kentucky Derby? I have mm-hmm. no idea. It's gambling. Gambling is gambling. 
and all the voices of doom and gloom. Oh, those evil one-eyed bandits. The world's going to come to an end, and the mafia, and the crime, and the murder and mayhem. Yeah, right. All the, all the nonsense from the Sun Sentinel and the Herald and all these other goody two-shoes and these right-wing jackballs, man, like fat-ass Jeb Bush. At least now you got a good gay governor in there. That, that's what you need. There's some maricon. That, that's what you need, a white-haired maricon. I saw him on the news over the weekend. I just, I wanted to bird out laughing every time I saw her, you know? <laughs> like, she's, like she's really fooling somebody. Hey, Charlie, all I can say is... You fairy. Oh, oh, oh. Miami town. You fairy. At 560 WQAM. The makers of many fine hair straightener products presents the Imus and Andy Show. Opening up a donut shop show was a fine idea, Imus. Oh, well, I ought to do something. I'm getting fired. I only had $10 million left. <laughs> you sure make a fine donut. Rent open to be tomorrow? Oh, yeah, but uh, I need your help. Now, how that? Oh, well, I'm not mixing up the dough. Uh, I dropped a nail in the batter. That don't matter. <laughs> oh, oh, health inspector's coming tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> You're not going to eat all these donuts until I find a nail. Uh, you want to help? So, let's start eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy, we be eating all night long. One left, uh, still no now. Uh oh, people start coming in, Pity. You better get open. Uh oh, yeah, yeah, uh, the health inspector's here. Morning, Amos. I'm from the health department. Thought I'd try one of your famous donuts. Uh oh, yeah, sir. Uh, but uh, you don't want to eat that one. No, why not? <laughs> Let me get rid of the eye. I'll eat it real fast. Andy, Andy, yes, what's wrong? What's wrong? I think you're about to get a lawyer. Bye, bye, bye. The biggest names, the best talent. And your home for Miami Dolphins football. Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Gordon Lauderdale. Berries and cream, berries and cream. Oh, there's a lot of berries and cream. Oh, 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 oh. Just $29.99 or a huge bouquet of 30 tulips for just $10 more at $39.99 plus a free glass vase. But only if you use my name, Kenny, when you order. Pro Flowers, colorful tulips are amazing. You send them for your mom, your mother-in-law, your wife, the whole drill. But order today to ensure your Mother's Day delivery. Pro Flowers, the only way I recommend sending flowers for Mother's Day. You know they're sent fresh from the fields, so they're guaranteed to last at least seven days. Do me a favor. For these tulips or any other radio specials, here's what I want you to do. Go to proflowers.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone in the upper right-hand corner and type in my first name, Kenny, K-E-N-N-Y. That's proflowers.com. Or call 1-800-PRO-FLOWERS. That's 1-800-P-R-O-FLOWERS. And be sure to use my name, Kenny, K-E-N-N-Y. That's proflowers.com. 
Kelsau Small Business simplifies your voice, data, and network experience so you can stay focused on what's important to you. BellSouth offers the ease of one-stop shopping, reliability, and stability all on the services your business needs all on one bill with significant savings. You will have the expertise on your side with a BellSouth Small Business expert. BellSouth Small Business will work closely with you to quickly create solutions that are right for your small business. Call BellSouth now at 866-497-SAVE or go to BellSouth.com. So when you're ready to get everything you need from one company, just go with Bell South. Listening, answering. The biggest names, the best talent. It's the Big O, Orlando Elsegary. Mornings 5 to 7, Sports Radio 560, QAM. Big O here for the finest beer in the business, Presidente Imported Beer. And listen, for years, I've been telling you about my favorite beer, Presidente, the finest beer in the business. Well, now I want to talk to you about the best light beer in the business, Presidente Light. The tradition continues. Presidente Light is a smooth-tasting beer with lots of character. It's the way light beer should taste. Smooth, bold, and with the character you've come to expect from Presidente. Let's face it, folks, the beer industry, it's full of watered-down light beers, but Presidente Presidente Light is a full body light beer. So on your way home today, stop by the supermarket and treat your friends, family, and how about yourself to the finest light beer in the business, Presidente Light, the full body light beer. What an amazing combination. The choice is yours, Presidente and Presidente Light. It's the Big O's choice. It's the best choice. Presidente or Presidente Light. Mercedes-Benz on having your cake and eating it too. Or how to enjoy the efficiency of a diesel without sacrificing power. Introducing CDI Technology. Every Mercedes-Benz CDI engine employs fuel-efficient diesel engineering that incorporates a common rail direct injection system. This, combined with a turbocharger that boosts torque, ensures every CDI diesel engine delivers both fuel efficiency and impressive power. So now you can have your cake and eat it too. Just don't drive have cake and eat it too. That would be dangerous. See your authorized dealer to test drive the powerful 2007 ML320 CDI, starting at 44455. Just one of the Mercedes-Benz family of CDI diesel SUVs. Mercedes-Benz, unlike any other. The CDI SUVs do not meet emissions requirements in California, Maine, Massachusetts, New York, or Vermont, and are not available in these states. MSRP excludes all options. Texas title registration and dealer path options. Not available to an actual dealer price. Gary, see deal for details. For a test drive, visit any of the six South Florida Mercedes-Benz dealers or visit us on the web at mbsouthflorida.com. Bellsouth Small Business simplifies your voice, data, and network experience so you can stay focused on your business. So when you are ready to get everything you need from one company, just go with Bell South. Listening, answering. The biggest names, the best talent. It's the Kenny and Bo Morning Show. Weekday 7 to 10. Sports Radio 560. QA30. I'm out here with uh, Jim Crawford, the uh, tree man. And uh, the music is sweet, always is, when a tree is on the scene. And the back at home base, of course, it's Captain Curtis Stevenson. Ken Malden on the updates. And Dookie Lang also contributes each and every day. It is draft week. Thank God. I'm very thankful it is draft week because, because if this were not draft week, we'd be doing three hours of We Suck Radio, right? Always nice to have a, uh, a sense of hope and a sense of newness. And uh, it would be all gloom and doom after the Heat's loss and uh, after the Heat leaves Chicago down 2 nothing. You think the Chicago Bulls will be bringing their brooms down to Miami? Is that a possibility? They looked awfully good. So uh, our number one story today, I'm pretty sure, will be the retrospective. Looking back at last night's game, the Heat and Bulls, 
And uh, looking at both games, in fact, and number two I think will be pretty Dolphin draft in- intensive and uh, pretty NFL draft intensive. You think the Heat might consider getting younger pretty soon, Cap? Do you think that had anything to do with last night's outcome? Captain Curtis Stevens you know is back at home base. I'm, 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 I was just thinking about that. I had that conversation with about five different people last night watching that game, and it was so apparent how old they look. And you look at how they need to get younger, especially in the backcourt. But I'm not giving up on this team yet. When they come home, I expect to see a different level of intensity, and I think they're going to go back to Chicago. This thing was going 6 or 7, regardless if the Bulls are up 2-0 or not. Something everybody needs to keep in mind and, of course, sports talk and shows like this are not renowned for their perspective. I mean, it's all about now and emotion. But, essentially, all Chicago did was hold serve. That's it. Yeah, they won the games they were supposed to win. I mean, They, they were the favorite. They held home court. The, the saying is what? The series does not start until a road team wins a game. So, as bad and as bleak as it looks, we all know it just takes one game to turn it around. Think the Dallas Mavericks series a, a year ago. Just one game, and that's what Miami's got to do. They got to, they got to, they got to win this next game, and then, and then hold home court, and then make it a four-game series. But honestly, things look pretty awful. I, I, I am not a rosy optimist. I have not been all season long. I haven't been going into the playoffs. And this isn't the question of the day. The question of the day will be about the draft, but where are you right now with the heat? Are, are you on the bandwagon or off? We'll be taking names. We'll, we'll have some accountability. We'll be writing it down. And if you're jumping off the bandwagon, that's fine. Then you're off. 